Broadcasting from a COVID-19 command center located under a Korean restaurant somewhere in Queens. It's live from the barrage under quarantine with their surly Surgeon General, John Houlihan. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants. Awesome. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's from the Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Look like at the cycle <laughs> walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. Fuck bounty! It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. (laughs) What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Hey, yeah, we're back live from the Barrage. Adam, let me ask you this. Thank you. Thank you. Live from the Rod here on Radio Nope, and we're back. Uh, Adam, I have a question for you, Adam Krasarov. Yes. On the Zoom. When, when the intro is going on, is the Zoom live? Uh, like, can people see it? it, it oh, can they see Cause, it? Because everyone looks so fucking unhappy <laughs> during that intro. It's like. Uh, I, I won't bore anyone like Kona Neutron, but. Uh, I mean, we're all sitting know, there with these. I'm having trouble with the uh, the old Facebook right now, but fuck. Oh, all right, yeah, you got the you got this boisterous interview, and you got to see the faces on these these people. Anyway, we're back live from the branch. Uh, of course, uh, I'm here with Tommy Rockstar. Hi guys. Traveling Pete. Hey bud boy. Adam Krasawa, the great Adam Krasawa. Hello there. Uh, Soli looks to be uh, joining into this and again, and Mario's here live for uh, about 12 feet away from me. He's fixing his microphones. And, uh, Perfect timing. Mario, are you there? Thank you for reinstating me, Captain. All right, you're on thin ice. And, um, of course, joining us this week as a special uh, guest is Paul Hanley. Uh, the, the only guy that doesn't have facial hair. That's right. He's, <laughs> he's, he's clean-shaven and he's ready to go. Paul's joining us because um, we're going to have... Ready for this one? Ready. Who are we having, Paul? Oh, uh, come on, John. Introduce You're the there. guest, because no, I'm going to mispronounce his name. All right. Well, so I'll hey, make uh, you mispronounce it, and you take the heat. Oh, I, I will Because I heat. mispronounce everyone's name. Well, because I, I called I'm a in moron. last week, and you, you know, I, the, the phone line was pretty crappy. All right. You don't I'm have to happy. start at the beginning of time. <laughs> I'm happy to announce the guest for this week is uh, Rami Haykal, who is the owner of Pop Gun Presents yeah. and Brooklyn's finest venue elsewhere. Excellent. Elsewhere. He's going to call in at the 9 o'clock hour to talk about the um, state of live music and uh, where we're going to go from here. Right. Um, so I'm really excited. He's a great guy. Yeah, Rami, I'm very excited to have him in. And, um, you know, if you haven't been to elsewhere... And I've been saying this before I knew he was a guest or anything. For, I've been saying this since I've been there for the French Kiss Records thing, which thank you for inviting me to that, by the way, Paul. You're welcome. Uh, an amazing, amazing venue. It's just like this crazy, gigantic, multi-tiered, multi-storied place. It's wild. We'll talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about he used to be involved with Glasslands before uh, Vice bought the entire neighborhood. and. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, so we got a lot of things to talk about. So that's coming up at 9 o'clock. Very exciting stuff. Stick around. Stick around. Paul, how long have you known this guy? God, I've, I mean, I, I've known Rami for at least 10 years, probably more than that. Like once he took over uh, Glasslands from the previous owners about 10, 10 years ago, and him and his partners have just been crushing it since then. I mean, I really think like if you would go like go down the list of like bands that like started there, like their first like break, like Glasslands did many of those bands first shows in Brooklyn. So it's pretty yeah. exciting. And he, he can he can go over them. The the pioneer show, so spot over there. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Can we announce the guest for next week? Oh, we're here. <laughs> Should we leave that to Adam? Maybe. Who's on the show next week, Adam? We got three Tell quarters what of household gods yeah. coming up for you. All right. That's Cody Neutron, yeah. Vern Rumsey, and David Pajo. That's right. Household Gods is the band uh, featuring members of Conan, Neutron, the Secret Friends, former Victory Associates, former, uh, former, former lots Wait, of different bands. Don't forget one of the band's uh, former member of Unwound. That's the, I'm getting to that. That's a big. Oh, one. sorry. <laughs> I put Conan first because I'm being polite. <laughs> <laughs> Vern from Unwound and uh, uh, David Paho, the great David Paho of Slint, unbelievable. And, and we'll and, and we'll talk to them. lots of different bands. We'll talk to them. This is exciting times, man. On the garage, on the barrage. What's the name of the show? It's uh, like Flavor Flav said, live from the garage. Yeah, yeah. Well, can't have everything. So that's uh, very exciting. Is everyone feeling okay? Uh, I'm looking yeah. for a. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Pete, down. What's the matter? What's going on, man? Yeah, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, you're back on the uh, clock, the old clock, aren't you, Pete? Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> that punch in the old clock there. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, brother. What's it like in the acid mines, dude? It's not bad. <laughs> it's just a drag working on a Saturday, you know. Yeah. The usual. I hear that. I hear that. But you know, yeah, I'm looking for a nice, time. relaxed show after uh, exciting <laughs> wow. times last week. What a debacle, my friend. What a debacle. <laughs> if you, uh, if you I... didn't hear last week's show, um, you missed uh, Mario and I having a huge fight. You and Mario. I, uh, you know, I fired him multiple times and rehired him. Then I kicked him out. I, I told him to leave my home. He refused. He set up shop. <laughs> he, he chained himself to your hostess. He did. He had a sit-in. He, which microphone are you on now? It's like. No. Oh, oh there it is. Every week. Social new dis- adventure. I'm always on this, Mike. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did social protest. I wouldn't let you kick me out. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't leave because then we worked everything out. But I'll, I'm going to get mad at you again this week. No, so let's just keep it nice and easy. Huh? I prepared a, a formal apology whenever you're ready, but I'll let you talk. <laughs> so, I've learned something. I'm not going to keep talking. I'm just going to wait for you to acknowledge me, and then I will speak. Wow, you know, it's almost like being on the radio. Yes. <laughs> Two on, show 296, bro. Bro, I learned something new every day. Yeah, it, it just takes you, you know, a while. Then I forget it and I have to relearn it. <laughs> well, I got nothing planned, so you might as well. I want to let's hear this apology. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me. No, I'll I'll just say that. All right, let's go ahead. First of all, Stephen is out there. I don't here's, have here's, my here's, I don't have my Facebook, uh, my Zoom, my phone. My wife has been notified. I did not bring a phone or keys. <laughs> also, I don't have facial hair either, Paul, so I'm joining your club. How'd, how'd you drive to here with no keys? Well, I have the car keys separate because our house has been kind of no need for keys for the last three, month and a half. So why? Uh, what do you, why, why not? Because the door's always open. Really? That's, and what's your address? 4629. <laughs> go by. Underbrook Street. Go in and take what, take what you need. 
you know, help yourself. Looters, welcome. I'm sorry, guys. I had the Zoom turned down by accident when I was trying to fix Mario's mic. I apologize. All right. So first, I want to apologize to Soli because so not only did we listen to our Wait, show. Wait, gets the first apology? This yeah, because he's, he's the bigger apology goes to the, not you, as, but, but to our listeners who have to endure us. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> endure you. I agree. All right. So far, I'm on yeah. board. But... <laughs> Solely, we listened to after the show was over. I did not leave because it was at a point where John physically forgot about COVID and tried to strike me. And that is, I had to hit him with my six foot pole, which I forgot to bring, so I didn't even have it to hit him with. You had no defense, you're like a Uh, deer in the headlines. At that point, it was, I did not try to strike you. I gently, I don't know, by the time you got up to me. It looked like you were, you, you were like a monster. But the, by the time you got to me, it was like Kermit the Frog. You kind of just pushed me in my rib cage. I can't. Was that a post-emptive <laughs> strike? A post-emptive strike. Exactly. So, post-emptive strike. It was at the hey, point Mario. where I really was going to just take his advice and leave. And then yeah, it's, okay. a very, it's very weird because if you leave, then you have to forget about I the know. deep I, friendship we have. So you, I decided You did, you did I'm try not to leave leaving. about five times and <laughs> came back. Like he would take his headphones off, throw them. Walk two feet away, turn around, and come back. I, I just, you can't leave. I just found it behind now, the bar. They're now, still working. Now you can't leave. Yeah, so I refuse to leave because I did not. I know the kind of friendship we have, and people out there in Radio Land may not believe it. I don't know if you're familiar with the local laws, but uh, this is my home, and when I tell you to leave, I'm pretty sure you have Civil to. Civil disobedience, <laughs> because I could not. I'm I not could not abandon our friendship, John. I think I was within my legal rights to to, to you shoot were. you with a firearm. Well, this is not a uh, one of those laws. Uh, Right to, right, right to bear on. arms, state, whatever. Thank God. Very good. Well, if you would have called the authorities, then I could have just explained it further, and by then we could have made up. But Anyway, We're Soli, I'm sorry. I listened to the show with John afterwards. Part of our mediation process is that we listened to the actual end of the show two times, and we also included Colette, and we actually did what, what people should do in a socialist peace movement. We mediated, uh-huh. and we... Put aside, and we and we learn to not let our differences or our argument divide us. And, and I'm very proud of John and myself that we accomplished that. But then I listened, I watched the Facebook one again by myself, and solely I. It's hard when I'm on the show because I really don't. Yeah, we know. Take what people say. I can't really internalize it. But if I ignored you at any time and did not shake your hand, I'm so sorry because I have nothing but respect and love and admiration for you and everybody on this cast. Oh, why? Why? Thank you. I that's, don't. I. That's very sweet of you, Mario. Did you learn to not say um, "go fuck yourself" in a in somebody's house when you're a guest in their house? Well, it's hard because the last thing on when we play this show is <laughs> doesn't sound like you're fully committed. Dave to Harrison it. tells him every week to go fuck himself. I thought that's part of the gag. No, that's. You know, I don't know what it is. It's the "go fuck yourself" thing. It really and, sets me the fuck off. And it really real is hothead. I a real hothead. I did not. <laughs> If I, I did just, slight you at one point, it's like many times I really have no recollection, and I am oblivious sometimes, and wow, I'm sorry I, this, about that. What? Wow, that's amazing. This is, this is no shtick. This is real. That's and, a very nice, uh, sweet, and heartfelt statement. And but I, I, love, I love Steven Soli. I, I love Soli. Oh, oh this people. is just the Soli portion of it? Yeah, well, then. <clears throat> yeah, let's talk more about me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the other thing is that we are, have to remember what our show is about. A bunch of guys who meet at a bar to get uh, drunk and no. talk. Well, and we are the epitome of what Queens is. We are good friends who drink, and sometimes we yell, sometimes we get a little effed up, sometimes we fight. Uh, see, but then was... we're back together, and, and, and it's like, okay, that happened yesterday. Let's move on with today. 
And that's the beauty of Live from the Barrage. So I apologize to you, John Houlihan. <laughs> I apologize to our listeners. And I just want to say, on behalf of the LSD party, uh, I am making a formal, a formal... Stop! No, it's not stopping. I'm making a formal concession. You guys taught me something, and I didn't realize it. It's like when Joe Biden says something wrong, and then everybody has to tell him what he did wrong. Maybe a misappropriating the we the Me Too movement was not the wisest thing, and I will the LSD party will not be using that slogan. We will just be calling for greater empathy among white people to the plights of the disenfranchised and minorities of this country, and then that is our platform. And we will no longer call it. I won't even say I the just name. Got turned on to your yeah. groovy melodies. The Me Too movement. I won't even say it ever again. And I will just let you know. That the sliders are still in, and we have to convince right. as right. many people to I love to I be, love cheese sliders to change. There's a moratorium on all shtick and puns. This is not a shtick. This is my feelings. I, okay, I, all right. Yeah, I, I want, get that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care about the LSD right. and slide. I Let don't know what those things are. Nobody knows. Sliders no means no all no of one us. Knows what they are. No, I know. I explain slider. I don't care. I know it's okay. It's every nobody party. Cares. Every party. Uh, all right. Together. All right. Move on. I know nobody cares to stop yeah. racism and Tommy, change America. What was that, John? And that's help me out. I think I started off well, but ended poorly. Yes. I'm going to stop talking. You, no, now. you did a good job, and I appreciate the heartfelt <laughs> apology. Mario, we we help, we appreciate you, the acknowledgement of your the errors of your you ways, including the all the different acronyms and and mantras Shit. that you and, and you've created. No, these are these are he's, these are actual like, outlooks that he's created, like manifestos. But I don't think anyone's listening. Well, we thank appreciate you, Tommy. It. I can't remember my viewpoints if I don't put them in anagrams. Oh, what, oh yeah, manifesto? real quick. <laughs> What is that called when you put, make a, a something up about the first letter of everything you believe? Think Bullshit. Of? No, you, you do it when it's you study. It's called the news. Steven, Rock you know news. when you study Demonic. for something. You know, all I know is I want to take this moment to say that I spent two and a half hours after that show on the phone with Mario trying really? to talk. Yes. Oh, listen to this. Okay, so listen, listen uh, to this. Trying to talk sense into him. No, I was trying listen. to calm you down, sir. Listen to this. Tommy goes, uh, I, I go, oh, I said to Mario, I missed Missed a call from Tommy. So then uh, uh, Tommy's on the phone with Colette inside. And that's why Tommy's like, I'm on the phone with your wife. I'll call you right. back when I'm done with talking to her. Yeah. I go inside to use the uh, restroom. I come back down the stairs. And uh, she's still on the phone with him. And this is what I hear from her. I'll take 12 T-shirts. <laughs> they're supposed to be talking about like what happened. I don't know why they're talking to each other, but I come downstairs there. She goes, "Yeah, okay, I'll take twelve uh, uh, half cotton." I'm like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> I wasn't trying to sell merch on your wife, dude. It just just happens, right? Yeah. Close on deal. She, she brought it up. I'm like, dude. I look at her like, Are you you buying fucking t-shirts? I can't believe it. You somehow like I, oh right. uh, good talk Clay. and by the way uh, you know just so you know we're running a special this week uh, half price totes are extra <laughs> nice job no, you, uh, you on the hustle man no but dude here's the deal I tried to get a hold of you but you were, had your your hands wrapped around Mario's neck so nothing that's doing not there. true it was like, like a Bart and Homer Simpson no <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I ended up calling your wife to get some uh, like third eye blind guidance of what was going on over there. Yeah, and, and she ended up buying third eye blind T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about like all things barrage, and then somehow they talked about our home equity. Then it talked about us getting pregnant. And then talked about you guys birth. are both. You guys are pregnant. Congratulations, <laughs> Tommy. I, knew, I thought it was water weight. 
Exactly. No, so no, nothing's doing. But then all of a sudden it ended up on merch. And yeah, I spent like two hours on the phone with her. And then when Mario got home, I talked two hours on the phone with Mario. It's like 4 a.m.? Yes. How many t-shirts did he buy? No, Tommy, it was 2.30 in the morning. I remember because I started playing poker soon after we talked. You played poker after we had that long conversation? I don't go to bed till 4.30 a.m. lately. I go on the poker website the other night. I'm on my phone in the middle of the night. And... This motherfucker's just at the table. I go, <laughs> I'm like, no, it's got to be like, you know. How many I Mario go, how'd you Bros find me? It was just randomly. I'm like, I can't shake it. It was you who uh, came to my table, and I didn't realize it till I said, who's this guy me. who just went all in I and then lost? The ta- you own the table. No, but I didn't know you were on the table until I read the chat box. Like I said, who just busted out? It was like the 15th minute of the tournament. I know you're there and because I, I see uh, your avatar. is like a t- <laughs> terrible painting of your face. Yeah, I saw Chucho Hand is out, and then I realized, oh, my God, I've been playing in the same room with John. Yeah. And then we colluded. I could open up my closet. He's standing there. It's a fucking... Hey, Captain. <laughs> Yeah, did you did you come? Did you drive past my house today when, when I uninvited I again? And I, what happened? You didn't knock on the door. You just, I'm like you a do it I'm like by. a freaking hound dog with those big floppy ears and the sad eyes, and just look at your house, peering through my window. dude. And then I'm like, well, he's not working. Last time I came by, you were gardening and you were working on trimming those bushes so you don't get in trouble by your. Do you neighbor. want me to just throw your hump and get it over? No, no. I think our relationship is much stronger platonically. No, oh, well, I try. give it a shot. Not that I wouldn't try it back in the day, but <laughs> it's not a no. Yeah, I didn't come in today. I just called you to because people are like, "Is is Johnny awake? Is Johnny awake?" Yeah, I was I, I was awake and then I went in the air conditioning and I, f- I fell asleep and uh, yeah. woke up late. Uh, exciting times here on live from the garage. John, did you install your AC units in your house already? Like, uh, yeah, like That's, this week or last week or what? Uh, I humped the ACs into the window last week. Yeah, I did that I shit did last it. night. I did it last week over the John Liu interview. Uh, really? Yeah, if you look, there's a clip. I'm carrying the... <laughs> so you did it while you were doing the interview? Yeah, it was so hot, I couldn't wait any longer. So, John, can you hold the other side of this? It's water dripping all over your pants. I, uh, I impersonated a contractor today so I could get an air conditioner cheaper. What? What? I impersonated a contractor. I mean, I came clean at the end, and then the guy's like, oh, what the hell, just come in here and pick it up. Why are you trying to get a contractor discount at Home Depot or some shit? Not at Home Depot. At Brothers in Long Island City. Uh, oh, the little guy. Brothers, oh, Brothers is a company. In Long what Island did you City. do? You walked up there with like a measuring tape and a pad and stuff. No, no, I did it over the phone. <laughs> Pencil behind his ear. And you said, <laughs> you said this is a sorrow contracting, and then. <laughs> no, not exactly. The, I got a purchase the, order. It, it's a, these houses built in the seventy have the in the wall sleeve, and they're twenty-seven inches. And it's not a matter of getting a three hundred dollar air conditioner. This is an, a a twelve hundred dollar air conditioner. So who buys a twelve hundred dollar air conditioner? That's what fits in these things. They're Friedrichs. Yeah, I've got one of those. They still they still make them. So it 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 came out to eleven, and then tax and everything else makes it Mm twelve. So my friend who does air conditioning repair, you know, I got his advice. Should I fix the old one? He goes, No, call Brothers. Good luck finding parts. I call Brothers, and they give me a price, and then uh, the lady says it's it's uh, that's contractors. I'm like, Oh, can I have a friend who's a contractor? Buy it. And she says, oh, yeah, call back. Anyway, he calls I, back with using a different voice. I call like, Hello, back, and somebody else Mario. answers. I call back Mr. after Mario. they're closed. And, the, like, the manager answers, Danny. I said, I said hey, Danny, I, I wanted to order uh, an air conditioner. You know, uh, I'm a contractor. And then I went through the whole thing. I gave him the model number. And then he's like, 
9.15, I'm like, well, that's the best you could do. How about if Come I... Come on, you can do me better than I've been buying from you for years. I get the truck running. Can we do it for cash? And he goes, cash cash will be 9.15, but you got to give me your credit card. And then when we were almost all done, and I asked him all the questions, I said, Danny, I got to tell you something. I'm not a contractor. <laughs> and he says, he says, oh, listen, don't worry about it. Come on down. You're unbelievable. Give me the give me the credit card. Oh no, call me tomorrow. Give me the credit card. I call him today. He goes, don't worry about the credit card. I see you're you're serious about this. I'm ordering it. Come, you'll pick it up on Monday. Bring the cash. I can't believe you wow. just did. Why didn't you just? So, why'd you admit to the lie? You, should, you know, I don't like lying. It. I don't like lying. <laughs> I might lie to a point, but then I like to kind of fill you in on. Full disclosure, transparency. You should have went the whole way and like showed up with a truck and everything, with, uh, <laughs> fucking car and overalls and a beat no. and shit. No. Yeah, totally yeah. you get it. You need the you need the phone. Yeah, you need the phone that with the with the uh, like the thing that hooks onto your belt and the phone goes sideways. I do have pants that go below Protective my butt case. I do have pants that show my butt crack. Wrap around the uh, uh, Oakley sunglasses and stuff. Hey, Mario, didn't you also have a, like a debacle in front of an IHOP today, too? Yeah, 90-degree easement, that's going to be a problem. No, this is, this is why I visited John, because my mechanic fixes cars outside of IHOP on Northern Boulevard. What? On the street. He does a great job. He's did already three jobs for me. And uh, so I'm right. It's really two, uh, a few blocks from John's house. That's why I ended up coming here. Not because I, I miss you, even though I do, that's and I wanted to see what's up, but... That's why I was there. This guy is amazing. get the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruit? If, yeah, I don't want to make a plug, but if anybody needs car work, call me. That's Danny, sir. The guy yeah, did, car, uh, yeah, but you, you know, your car will be uh, filled with pancakes, but it shit runs like a top. <laughs> no, because next door to IHOP is AutoZone, and that's where we get all our parts. Right. Yeah, I could tell you exactly why. I don't know. I don't think we talked about this last week, I, and I could guess why. Because AutoZone doesn't let you fix shit in the parking lot, so they told this guy to take a hike, and he moved his operation to the IHOP parking lot next door. No, he's not in the parking lot. He's uh, right on the street. On the street? I have pictures so on my phone. He's like, all right, you need a new engine. And Mario goes, all right. And he comes out like with an engine from AutoZone. And the guy, engine. The guy pops it in there. It's for amazing. Him. This man is a genius. His name is Lewis. And I think he needs some apprentices because when this knowledge is gone. What does he do when it rains? He puts up a tarp. <laughs> of course <laughs> he does. It's not legal. You can't have a pop-up pop mechanic. Up I am, I am, uh, I am uh, <laughs> helping. This is an economy. that you know. It's not just the everybody's hurting from the economy. Lewis has four grandkids. He's an amazing guy, and the fact that I watch him work, he's like an... I never know what to do with all the pieces when I, they come off. He the knows everything. <laughs> he knows everything. throw them in the trunk. He's done an alternator for me. He's replaced the <laughs> engine, the engine gasket. That means taking On out... On the street, he took the, the entire car. engine out. And then... He, what is it? He has a lift and everything out there? Well, the alternator he did in front of my house, he just came to You don't even house. know what these parts means. I, don't think, I think the guy's like, all right, come back in an hour, and he's laughing, and he closes... No, because I get other prices. 7-Eleven. T today we did a CV axle for the right front, and that's taking out the whole axle. Holy shit! And I know how much it would cost. Midas is the one who seems like a pricey cut, job. They cut the thing so I would have the problem. I know what they do. They cut one thing and they're like, "Oh, you have a problem here." And my friend fixed it. It lasted four years, but now it had to be replaced. There's your problem. And so I got a quote four hundred fifty dollars. I bought the part for seventy-two dollars. He put it in for a hundred. I gave him an extra ten bucks. Is there a Groupon for street uh, mechanics. For lunch, and I said thank you. And I and the guy is amazing. And Wait, you got a, a brand new axle for how much? <laughs> oh, they cost me a hundred and a hundred bucks for a new axle. Under two hundred. Yeah, you, uh, something's up there. Where right. did, you, did you go walk into AutoZone and walk out with a giant axle and hand it to him? <laughs> it's a no. cardboard axle. Yeah, cardboard I, need, axle. Yeah, I need part six four two three. I went yesterday and it was raining, so he said, "Look." Order online and you'll get fifteen percent off. So I ordered that. There's a, a fucking goddamn axle coming in Amazon. It came to front my door. house today. You got to be kidding me! I brought it down in with front me. of an IHOP. 
You a, a car axle came to your house from AutoZone. I ordered it from <laughs> AutoZone, but I didn't buy it from AutoZone there because they didn't have it in stock anyway. So Is they said up there. A fucking car axle. Yeah, the axle and two filters. <laughs> Sign for this, please. There was it, seven guys, Gary? <laughs> Don't ever pay for your cabin Jesus filter to be Christ. replaced. It's the easiest thing in the it world. It comes on a big truck. It's like oversized load. No, it's Ma a small... Mario you, Mario, you had this axle installed in front of an IHOP? Yeah, I have pictures. I'll put them on, your, uh, on Life from the Barrage or something. Yeah, well, that, that was the easy axle to get. Axle um, Road. <laughs> axle Road. <laughs> axle Road. Good, so, it's good. He's amazing, though, and he's such a great guy. And if anybody yeah, needs to call it, uh, we have Queens, a, Apparently, we have a new fucking sponsor. Lewis is the man. Listen, tell him to go on a Patreon. Fuck that. I'm not giving out shit out for free. Exactly. Yeah, yeah be a sponsor. Yeah. Go, yeah. Our new sponsor, Lewis. See him, out, see him outside. Lewis Godley. I hop. And uh, if, you need, uh, if you need a new axle, he's apparently your man. He'll Last take the engine right, the right out on the street. Last give you a Godley. smack in the mouth. It's amazing what he could do. He has all the tools. Yeah, right. I would assume that he would be a good start. Little, he has a little thing where you sit on it and it rolls with wheels. You a lay chair. back on it. No, no. Like you could slide Art. under a car. Because he doesn't have oh, a lift. a low chair. He puts up your lift on a... Yeah, on, it's a skateboard. He puts, and then he just, yeah, like a skateboard or <laughs> yeah. like a dolly. It is a skateboard. But it's shaped like a human I, being. Yeah, we've all seen a mechanic who slides. Yeah, it's a dolly. Yeah. The man is... I can't, he's like a true artist. He's got to be careful out there. I'd be worried about being doing that shit on the street. Yeah, Somebody well, hits you and you're, you're in trouble, man. Can't be. Forget about that. It's like you're constantly changing a flat tire on the side of the highway. Well, Very dangerous. This is the first time we were on Northern Boulevard because we did the first time in the you parking lot. You got chased lot. around the block by the no, cops? The, no, the first time when I did my first job, we did it in the parking lot. Then he had to move from parking lot, and he came to my house and did it. And then this time, he's like, I'm just parked. I'm doing it here by order zone because if you I need anything, I can just run in and get some it. Some shady street mechanic come to your home? Interesting. He's a, I gave him lunch. I, I consider him a friend. I can Wait, let me ask you this. Do I you like do meeting. these things? Are you one of these customers? Because I used to work at people's houses all the time. And they would like, you knew you weren't getting a tip if the guy offered you a bottle of water or a sandwich. You're like, ah, that's his, that's his way of getting around the cash tip. And, hey, you want a bottle of water? You want a sandwich? And then you, you always say no because if you get the sandwich, you're not getting a tip. Everyone no. wants a tip. I don't want the fucking sandwich. Are you, you're that guy, aren't you? No. Answer the question, Mario Saro. I, I want you I to eat, bro. drink, and I like yeah, to both. tip. All I right. gave him. A, okay. He wanted. A, he told me yesterday it was a hundred bucks. When I when it was all Pete, over, right. I gave him a hundred and ten. And I bought. I bought him lunch from, from the school. <laughs> I'd be more worried about the owner or the manager of IHOP coming at you guys in the parking lot. <laughs> get the fuck out of my parking you lot. You don't. You don't want that guy on your ass. We're not in the you. parking lot. We're on the street. Yeah. If you're gonna yell, oh. back up. We're on the street. Old man IHOP. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? And then also, like, didn't you feed him? Did you give him any food from IHOP, or did, was it not from IHOP? Cold pancakes? No, I brought school lunches with me today. <laughs> you gave him the school lunches? Yeah. From last week? No, oh, I my. picked them up fresh on the way down to meet You him. can't even go get a good man a real sandwich from, like, a Subway shop or something? You, I'm you telling you, all the drive throughs are anymore. packed. He gives him a fucking bologna sandwich from jail. Here's a chocolate milk. I didn't give it to him. I said, look, I got these. Do you want one? And he's, yeah. he took one. Okay. You, you're actually, you said you fed him lunch. Well, I said I got I had one for myself because I was shit. hungry, and I said, "Do you want one? I got a cheese, I got a chicken sandwich." But Mario, you don't even work at the school anymore. No, it's part of the <laughs> COVID relief. Everybody can get food. He teaches in the parking lot across the street for a <laughs> discounted rate. He's I gonna, real he's gonna, he's gonna real man eats Subway sandwiches. He's got a pop up art school across the street. I went to my and uh, you have to go there. And, you know, if, <laughs> what do you need? What do you need? A Rembrandt? You could talk on this, John. Did, didn't I bring you school lunches before we went to the march two weeks ago? Yeah, I, I put them oh. in my fridge out of politeness, and as soon as you left, I threw them in the garbage. But I drank oh. the little chocolate milk. 
That's all you took in is the chocolate milk. Yeah, you I, love those chocolate milks. I, this is, that's not even, you know, that's, a, that's not a sandwich. That's what they're giving kids? That's a horror. Uh, listen. A horror. It's a horror. I, I went to the school where I work. The guy who's... The cafeteria guy again. As I know Tommy noted, well. you don't work there. Had a nice talk. No, it's. it's <laughs> do you understand? What are you doing here? Schools Go are open. Home. No, I'll tell this as a public service to everybody. Schools are open <laughs> for anybody who wants to feed themselves or their family. If you that have a true. family with four kids and you yeah. don't want, you can't go shopping all the time, and you just at your wits end, go get free lunches. Is they're there any uh, topic and they that get you're thrown not out if they're not used? Uh, angry about. And they employ the cafeteria workers of the schools so that they can keep employed. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. There what, so what? So what? Lang- what lunch did you get for your family that day, Mario? Well, my daughter likes the chicken nuggets. <laughs> I like the, believe it or not, the cheese sandwiches because then you throw some ham and tomato in there and put them on and butter them up and put them on a pan and they make the best grilled cheeses. Mario, can you spell sandwich for us, please? S a n g w h i c h. Did you know our uh, our guest is all, grew up in Italy? Did you know that? Sorry, this the second hour of the show is just gonna be uh Rami and, and Mario speaking Italian to each other. I hope you, you don't mind. So. That, that could happen. Let's, uh, I, I, just, I just want to say speaking of Italy, uh, I'd like to announce <clears throat> that tonight <clears throat> is the thir- three year anniversary of me proposing to my wife in Italy in Venice. Ah. Oh. Listen, listen. There's no anniversary of proposal. <laughs> I know. Once you get married, that's romantic, the only one. Silly romantic, you. Well, we were just we were just looking at our iPhones, and these memories came up. It's like three years ago tonight. <laughs> nice. You want to look at our Venice. iPhones? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Tommy, that was at a Guns N' Roses show, correct? Well, actually, it was the night after. So we went to see Guns N' Roses <laughs> last night, three years ago. Yeah. Chances are in Italy. Major things that happened in life fr- took place we- at the show. <laughs> Remember we met our friend Puzio? Remember Puzio? Oh! <laughs> you weren't on a gondola? You were at uh, no, a three, three years ago tonight, we were on a gondola, and that dude, fucking Giuseppe or whatever, who was the gondola driver, would not <laughs> shut up. Giuseppe or whatever, wow. I forget his name. <laughs> so you saw the band in Italy? We saw Guns N' Roses uh, in uh, Imola the, la- oh, wow. last night, three years ago. Amazing. The entire show is in Italian. Yes. 80,000 people, dude. Give me some pizza. How do you say welcome to the jungle in I Italian, Mario? Game. Mario, how do you say welcome to the jungle in uh, Italian? Well, I don't know. Benvenuto is Spanish, so... Uh, I, <laughs> My God, you you're Italian, well, though, dude. If I say to you... Uh, well, I have to... I have to <laughs> There's no word for love or jungle. Testa de cucuzza. Good enough. Testa de gondola. You don't even speak Italian, do you? I'm no, gonna, I yeah. do, but I have to get into a conversation with someone. Yeah, well, at the 9 o'clock hour, we're going we're to test the uh, validity of that statement. And our system. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak Italian at all. And he's another, it's no, it's you, another grift. No, and you're Sicilian, very, yeah. you're Italian. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I know what Rami's that means. Rami's going to school his Italian. ass. <laughs> I said it's not true. I, I speak Italian. Right. How are your charities going, Tommy? Did anybody <laughs> take you up on your take five with Tommy? That's oh, man. I got to say, that's a, that's a really sad answer to that question. Not a single person has... So I'm mean? just going, I don't know. I told everybody like this week, if you put $5 to any of these five charities that I'll match it. And then I don't think anyone did. So I'm just going to pay it myself. So fuck it. I'll no, Tommy, you had one customer. Who's that? Well, you, you actually, you put uh, but you put $2 though. I put $2 a month sustaining for life. <laughs> Wait, so it was, you were going to match five. And no, anyway. no, no, no. I just, yeah, I, you cut I, it in half. John, you know who I joined? <laughs> I joined that peace truck. <laughs> 
There's no coupons, oh, that, that groovy orange peach truck. He undercut it by half. Yeah. What, what what time are you shipping out? I know. No, I I am I am a sustaining pledge of two dollars a month for life. Oh, do you get to go on the truck? So it's it's John Tommy. It's twenty four dollars a year, and I'm not gonna take my, I'm not gonna stop doing it. So it's twenty four dollars a year. Nice Your name painted on the truck. And I gave five dollars to every charity that you <laughs> sent out to me on your email. Oh well, send me a receipt, dude, and I'll, I'll match that. You'll get. You don't have to match. You did a good enough job, and I'm sorry that nobody else joined you. In your yeah, you know, there's a lot of things to give to. It's. I think it's. A, it's a confusing world out there now, so I yeah. wouldn't take it personally or anything like that. No, it's fine. It's fine. And we plus, we did it like at 11 o'clock at night on a Friday night, right before we're ending the show. So no problem. But I will donate and match whatever you put in Mario and. Just we'll, give five dollars we'll to the peace truck, man. They're groovy. <laughs> this woman who runs it, I found out about her. Her name is Erica Ford. The woman, look her up. Is there Erica a, Ford? Is there a dog and a hungry hippie on She's there? She's an amazing <laughs> I just woman. Turned on to your and groovy actually, I was marching in Great Neck the next day on Sunday, and I was marching Ruh-roh. with a transgender man and his wife, who my daughter goes to school with, and another couple, and all our kids. We went to Great Neck, and. When I mentioned the peace truck and Erica Ford, she went on and on. She goes, that's right. I, and because she, she was on the march with us, John. Or he, I'm sorry. He and, and his wife uh-huh. were on the march with us. And he also told me, wow, that woman is amazing. I said, yeah, I just looked up the, the truck and I found out about her. And I said, I, I'm a sustainer. I'm a monthly sustainer now. Very good. So do it. Do it for the peace truck. That's, that's take 50 with Mary. Yeah, exactly. Take 58 Well, I, listen, I need his help, too, because I got nothing to talk about today. I really don't. What Sorry. about your week, John? What was going on with you in your neck of the woods? No, uh, what, this week? Since like, That's the yeah. problem with doing a show every week. Not, absolutely nothing happened to me this week. Yeah. Not a John, goddamn now that, thing. Now that, now that stuff's opening up, are they, uh, are they still letting you have that Cush parking spot, or are they putting you on the train? Um, oh, I've been yeah, taking the question. train, and I'm the only guy in the railroad car, so whatever. Yeah. How's the subways? Um... Clean? E- empty, empty, and clean. Uh, more encounters with nutballs. Yeah. You know, I had some crazy crackhead white guy going crazy on the train the other day. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, here we go." Get, like you hear him screaming at Forty Second Street before he gets on. You're like, "Come on, don't get on." Yeah, <laughs> fuck there he is. Gonna those doors. He open. like throws his backpack down. He's screaming about who God knows what. He yells at he he yelled at an Asian guy. Terrible, uh, racist things. But, like, it wasn't like, you you know, you see a guy who says something racist to someone, and you figure, like, you're going to stand up to him and stuff. But this guy wasn't, like, so much racist as he was. Like, he's an insane person. Crazy. Yeah, he's it's, off his, off his it's not like you're going to be like, hey, man, don't say that. Like, he's, comp- he's, a, he's yeah. you know, he's, he's got mental issues as an as a understate. Sure. So it was a different kind of situation. But, uh, yeah. So there's that. I have a question. <laughs> more run-ins with I the, have a question for you about racism, John. Oh boy! Oh god! Oh, for the panel, drum yeah, roll. Um, oh, yeah, against Italians, fine. No, I got it. Everybody says they know racism exists. The oh, no, biggest yeah, scumbags on heavy, Fox dude. all preempt yeah, their conversation. Racism exists, but then anybody you approach about that, maybe you're a little bit racist. They all vehemently deny that they're racist. Yeah. All so right, so where let me are answer, the racist? I'll answer, the, I'll answer your question. Thank you. I'll be so, quiet. Pete, how was your week? my time. And this is <laughs> this, this is um this is uh. Because uh, I've been thinking about Soli's question. Soli's, I don't know. He's, she's Soli's there not here. Um, last week when they asked Fudd uh, what's so hard about having empathy. And uh, I started thinking about right. this this week. I and that. I don't think, and Fudd said, I, I have empathy. And now. Compassion, I think it was. No. Okay. It's compassion. Yeah. Okay. So. Like able to show feelings for others. Right. <laughs> 
I th- and I, I'm thinking about this question. I think the continu- continuation of that question, or or maybe a slightly better question, is why is it so hard to put that into action? And it's it's based out of fear. If people are afraid, the way the white way of life is going to get fucked with, and that's what I think is the basis. But I think fear is the yep answer. People are afraid, and nothing's going to happen. The, the white way of life is threatened by acknowledging other people. You know, I don't know what they think is going to happen. <laughs> other people have the same rights they do, but I think the I think white people are uh, afraid more than anything else. Well, so thank you. Yeah, thank the you. ones who are yeah, focused... decades of being told what's going to happen, even though that none of that shit's going to happen. Yeah, it's like, it's afraid of bullshit that's just never going to happen. Yeah, fear. it's 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 completely you know it's it's fear of change. It's illogical to to be afraid of these things, but that's where I, I think this. A lot of anger stems out, comes yeah. from that. So it's irrational fear of something like, well, my, yeah. somebody's going to come take your house. Take your, shut up. All the guns in Walmart are being mm-hmm. sold, and these people are arming for uh, Armageddon. It's, it's yeah, sad. You know, I don't know. I wanted to you ask. Have a gun, Mario? I have a BB gun, and I shot myself in the hand with it, so I realized I should not buy a real gun. It's a terrible BB Yeah, it's, 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 that's what you need. I've seen his BB gun, and it's like the BB comes out and just like falls on the ground. So. I shot you in the ass with that gun, I think. That's because he takes all the CO2 cartridges and huffs them. It's a hand. It's a, hand, it's a Luger. What's up, Pete? Got a pump CO2, idiots. It's a hand pump. It's a German Luger. I got to say, I, I, still, I still haven't shot that shotgun I bought yet, but I plan to up in the mountains. Oh, you know? God, dude. You guys want to come teach me how to do that? I'm all. I don't want to be er- anywhere around you. Whatever you do. Wait, Tommy, when's when's the next Barnage event? Well, we were planning to do one this summer, uh, except there's this thing called coronavirus going on, so I don't know if it's a great idea. But if you guys want to do it up in the sweltering heat, up in the ca- in the Barnage cabin, I'm down. You guys just pick a date. We'll do it in hey. July or August. Well, let's um, see how the summer I, goes. I, I had the uh, coronavirus. Uh, the antibodies told me test that told me really? I had it at some point. Oh, yeah. we should talk about that. You never told me that, Paul. Oh yeah. Um, what's, that? what's that like? Brad, Brad in the chat box checking and saying, uh, <laughs> quoting Mario, "I will only speak when prompted." Mario proceeds to step all over the show. Sorry, I'm just—I don't want to pick on. Is that beyond? No, you're not stepping on the show. I got nothing to talk about. So you're, yeah. you can... John, you sound a little bassy and muffled. That's weird. Why would that happen? Uh, that's just. Uh, <laughs> let me turn to sadness. Where? <laughs> 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 uh, how about now? Much, much, much better. better. All right, we're back. It's live from the barrage here on Radio Note. We're excited yeah, for Paul. our guest, Rami Halik and uh, Rami Hakel. And please, God. Yeah, you got to You got to write the second time. Damn it! I hope I'm uh, not right. Mr. Robot. Let's just call him no. Rami. And uh, <laughs> not, not, no, no, not the uh, the guy who played Freddie Mercury. Rami's a co-founder of uh, Pop Gun Presents. He used to be the Glasslands guys, and they have a great new place called Elsewhere. And we be talking to him. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm, you know, Mario cool. told me not to drink too much last week. He called me an old drunk or something. I'm sorry. And so now I'm like sober, and I'm. I'm no, I no, I made a suggestion that maybe crack no. the first He's one like, at eight o'clock, not drunk. five o'clock. You're drunk. That's the problem. Well, <laughs> I have problems. We all have problems, but John, my John, suggestion. John. Sorry, Tommy. My suggestion was maybe just crack that first one at eight, eight o'clock, eight thirty, not five Thanks, o'clock, five thirty. What's that, Tommy? No, I was going to say, John, you sound great, and I hear what Mario said right there. That makes sense. You know. That you sound great. <laughs> I gotta oh, fuck yourself. Yeah, but I, but I, I did. But you're drunk. You don't work all day. I was gonna ask Paul. We were asking about like your experience with having coronavirus. Let's talk about that. If you what? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. 
How do well, I not know this? He just said I know. That's what I just said. Bars. Well, tell oh, us yeah. about it. All right, hold on. Here's Paul Hanley. Yeah, I mean, like you uh, had the uh, coronavirus. I, I mean, uh, COVID nineteen. Hey, Paul Hanley from the 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 Alnuff deal. No, Holy I mean, shit. I uh, yeah, I had corona. I, I didn't know I had coronavirus. I I mean, I got the antibody test and oh. tested positive. So like, I got the antibody test at the end of uh, April when I was here in New Jersey at my parents' house. So I must have had the coronavirus when it was in uh, Brooklyn in Williamsburg. Did you feel but sick? I, Did you feel no. sick at all? all no, I, I had one to two days of feeling lethargic and tired. That was about it. You're, wow. You're non-symptomatic. Yeah. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic, yeah. yeah. So, so I feel like I can come to the barrage now because I'm not going <laughs> to give anything to anybody. Are you afraid yeah. that you I, could I, get I, it? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> you guys are still basic, John. Am I basic too, Tom? No, now you're good. Now you're good. Uh, uh, how's that? Good. Fantastic. Um, first of all, all right. There's a lot to, as they say, unpack here. Uh, uh, number okay. one, you're not invited to the garage. <laughs> well played. Number two, just because you have the antibodies, I don't think we've decided that you're exactly. this, you I'm haven't immune. figured out if you're immune to anything yet. You got the yeah, antibodies. I mean, it, I mean it, you're right. No one knows anything. It's total right. BS. If like, oh, I, you know, I had it at one point. Am I? Yeah. It's susceptible to have it again. Why did you get the antibody test? Just to like, I mean, uh, there. John, know, a lot of people, a lot of people do that. I actually. could just it's go to the right. store and do that. They have. Yeah, one. you just get yeah, the regular. Yeah, test. yeah I mean, I, I did not get the regular test because the people that have a lot of the people regular, break it up. Yeah, some people. Yeah, test but it no, no, people have test. the regular test because they're feeling symptoms and they feel yeah. like they have it currently. And you just I just like I wanted to like just. You know, uh, there's a emergency care up, up the road from my parents' house, and like insurance covers it. I just felt like drawing blood, feeling, and they told me, you know, I had it and everything. But like, I've been at my parents' house for you know uh, over a month now, and we're all good. Like everything's fine. They, and, do, they know, don't have any spermia. symptoms. They never got no, sick. No, 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 no. I mean, I feel like if I did have it, I had it at the end of March and probably had it, you know, towards the end of. I, know, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I know people who swore they had it like in december and january who were like deathly ill but then didn't know how to treat it or approach it and they just carried on with their lives so there's a lot of people had it but just didn't even know they had it yeah yeah, i mean that was the thing like you know especially when like people were still going like john you were still going on the subway going to work at the end of february early march like that was probably if people were going to get it, that was probably like the prime time for people to fun, you know, to get Yeah, they were saying it. maybe maybe even the Super Bowl and stuff that early. Like, so. <laughs> I'm That's serious. Show. I, yeah, yeah I, I did a trade show in Denver with like 3,000 kids like in late no, February. You know, but like, like what have, the fuck? Yeah, outside hey, Tommy, the elementary school. Have I any of that. you guys actually had any kind of like, whether it's the coronavirus uh, test or the antibody test, has anyone else had it? Yeah, I had, the, the, I, had the, I had the swab up my nose. Had and, a and and nothing. Nothing else. Lee and I both had it. We were negative. Go ahead, Tommy. Did, did, uh, did, Tom, did hurt. Tommy, was that? Did you stop by? Uh, you know, uh, Mountain Bob's te- <laughs> <laughs> testing yeah, shack. Five dollars, yeah, right? It was up here, like in in like the, in the sticks in the mountains. But it was very. They were very nervous. They had me like drive through like a whole thing and like, doctors wearing overalls and shit. Yes, and fucking. It was Andy Adam. It's like two thousand and one <laughs> Space Odyssey. <laughs> It was. Doctor, we'll see you now. <laughs> it was, I gotta say, it was really, festival. I'll be. I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> I gotta say, 
got to say it was very strange because they put me in a doctor's office. You're, bo- you're, they- bo- you're borderline high blood pressure. <laughs> I don't like the looks of these. Levels. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's got the chart holding up x-rays to a light. I don't like the looks. <laughs> Cancel my five o'clock. <laughs> they, they, they put me in a room, and then they were like, the doctor will see you now. But then the doctor never came in. They told me to turn on my phone, and I had a Zoom meeting with a doctor who was in the room next to me. <laughs> so how do he swab you? They he sent in like a lackey nurse to stick that shit on my nose. A lackey nurse. A lackey nurse. It's terrible yeah. thing to say. What's wrong with you? Sends him in. No, what I'm saying is the doctor didn't even. That's have just the- called a nurse. Not everyone oh, can be a doctor. First line of defense. It's like the infantry. Go exactly. in there, nurse. <laughs> This guy, the doctor didn't even have the balls to do it himself. He had to send in a fucking nurse. He's he's busy being a doctor. It's it's not his job. That's yeah, well. get the nurse to do that. So, Listen, you're a professional middleman for God's sake. Sully said he got got tested yeah, Sully, too. What about you, Sully? I got I I had a test on Wednesday. Oh, Jason, uh-huh. how do you feel? Um, I got my results yesterday, which yeah. I was alarmed at how quick the turnaround was, but it came back negative. Negative. That's the regular test, not the antibody test. Yeah, just just up the nose. Yeah, I up didn't realize nose. that we could do that. Now. Up the nose. Up hey, John, the nose. it's encouraged that people get it on like on the regs, you know. On the regs, yeah. I, I, I never had I, it. It'd be bad. Is it? Yeah. Just to well, do it. But it, like but if I find out, like, yeah, I guess what what action do you take? You quarantine yourself, I guess, and that's it, right? Yeah. What else I can have you do? Two weeks off from work if I. Oh yeah, I should get tests. Maybe I get a free spin. Well, they yeah. might just tell you that you had it already, and that's all. Right, I'm going to slip Dr. Andy Animal a 20 to tell you, get me out of work for two weeks. <laughs> exactly, Pete. That's right. That's what the antibody test Yeah, come on, Dr. Andy, Andy Animal. These tests you do are something a, for me? a walk in the park compared to the uh, HIV <laughs> test in the 80s. <laughs> He's the one they called. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. I think we could do this under the table, if you know what I mean. Dude, that guy's coming at me. He wants me to produce his entire Meltasia Festival now for streaming. And I'm like, I have no experience in that shit, dude. Yeah, I know. He's you like, said. give it up. Did you tell him to give it up, maybe? <laughs> I mean, how does he balance his uh, being a doctor and the festival? Tommy, you don't have time for that. You're our lackey now. I know, exactly. I, I got to sit him down and explain to him how all the shit works and how busy I am. And he's going to. Tommy, here's what you do you, okay. you say you'll do it. And then when it comes screen time, just show Gimme Shelter. <laughs> Hijack the feed. You know, yeah. a giant screen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> the Grateful Dead are here. <laughs> I told him to Watch go talk. Calling Dr. Animal. Dr. Howard, Dr. Animal. I told him to go talk to our friends at Night Flight because Stuart Shapiro knows a thing or two about streaming Woodstock. So maybe you should them <laughs> together. You know? Hey, kid, I know a thing or two about streaming Woodstock. Made some coins. I live streamed Woodstock. You did in 1994. Oh. <laughs> Call me Doctor Love. Yeah, it was, I was on Honey Slides. I met an electric not mama named Fern. <laughs> get off those routers. You we made auto. love during mountains. Hey, get off those virtual <laughs> rafters. Show to the Nantucket sleigh ride. So, <laughs> don't eat the brown acid. <laughs> He's gonna figure it out. He said he might go to Best Buy and get some cat pat patch cables and stuff. You know, <laughs> Best Buy get some patch. There you go. That's... You you produce the festival. I'll go to Best Buy and get the patch cable. Sounds like a success. <laughs> yeah, he wants to stream it all from his house or some shit. <laughs> no, no. I, I, 
I, w- I will say if anyone's watching this on Facebook Live, Tommy, you really set in the mood um, in, in your screen right there. It's very dark, 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 dark times. Very Danzig esque. It's very nice. It got pretty dark pretty quick. It looks like a floating <laughs> head. Oh wait, you you're outside. No, I'm in my uh, office here in uh, Rockstar HQ headquarters in the mountains. It's, oh. it's not the Barnage? No, I'm in my home. That's right. Oh, Paul, given what's going on with the Facebook stream right now, I tell Andy Animal, fucking abort. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not having much luck tonight, but we'll be back on that later. Uh, that's on your side, right? That's not, not me. Yeah. I'm like Madonna up in this piece. I got this ray of light. Yeah, exactly. He's got the ring, actually the on, ring. Yeah, if you're actually on the Facebook Live, you, you can see Soli's like buzz from Melvin's S care right there. It's yeah, great. I gotta say, yeah. Soli, you look pretty damn good. I can't. I'm <laughs> sorry, I can't see anybody. Soli always has uh, many looks. Many looks. <laughs> I got a I like lot of comments. People like, who's that person who was uh, in the bathrobe last week? <laughs> John Lou loves him. I think I'm gonna do the same. I gotta get ready for work in the morning. Like. Yeah, I might do the same thing to be clear. I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss it. Conan starts talking. I'm just gonna start coming. (laughs) Mario, why don't you creep up on John and stand behind John? I will not stand that close to anybody. You know, I'm under uh, strict supervision. I cannot. uh, Couldn't get get the Zoom working. Did you turn your Wi-Fi off? No, no, I didn't bring my phone or my Huskies. Remember? I remember now. Sorry, my fault. But speaking of Facebook Live, uh, I did. I did t- figure something out, John. Even if you don't post a show uh, right away on our catalog, you could see those shows. I went back Steve and I watched Jobs over here. both of those shows on Facebook Live. I don't know how it works, but yeah, I believe it's And uh, it was great. I, I got to see them and hear them and analyze them. And, well, and, the and, show has been posted uh, on Radio Nope every night um, well, for I, the past couple of weeks, and I intend to do that as well, tonight as well. That's great because it should be. I appreciate be that, John. I'm sorry, I'm trying to here, stay here. on topic because I'm really falling into a hole over here. A lot of people like to listen to, to us during the week when they're folding laundry. I will say that we should do it in a chronological <laughs> order, John. We should go with the oldest shows first, back yes. in the summer when they were good, and not this garbage shit that we're doing. Oh, oh come on! Oh, no, I'm, kidding. Hey, I'm, kidding. No. I'm kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding! I'm kidding! You wrong, Tron, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, since you do Facebook, I do have an aesthetic critique, if you don't mind. Oh boy! I loved looking at it, but I noticed that my phone was dropping in and out a lot, and it's really good when everybody's face and talking is stable. And a lot of oh, people boy. were dropping in and out. My phone was probably one of the biggest <laughs> culprits. Uh, and then some people, not like you, you have the best looking box of all of us, and then you and Ryan. But some people just don't have their boxes right. They're like all ceiling and the top of their heads. I'm looking at it now. Everyone's fine. So good, I don't know good. what you're talking about. I really I like this. A creative criticism there from As Mario. As an art teacher, I always look at things Try to make the internet work better and put your head in the middle. No, I, we're lear- Mario, we're learning. We're figuring it all out, bro. And yeah. my phone was the biggest culprit of, dr- of freezing and dropping in and out. Like yeah. well, dozens know. of times. No, no shit. <laughs> so that's my two cents. Um, live from the broad here on Radio Nova. <laughs> Rami Haycock uh, coming up, nine o'clock. Adam, is Rami uh, zooming in with us, or is he doing a call yeah, into yeah, the seven one eight number? He'll be all good. It's going to take me two minutes to fix this. Hopefully, no. But yeah. I, no, no. What I'm asking is, yes. he's not calling the seven one eight number, right? Correct. He's zooming coming on it up. I like that. John Lou was great on Zoom. I like when the guests zoom in. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's good. And he's, uh, he's, he's zooming in. So let's uh, take a music break. Uh, all right. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a mountain. This yeah. is birthday pony by. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and nice. uh, speaking of birthday, happy birthday, Pat Walsh. I think he's going to hopefully call in later. Happy birthday, Pat. We miss you, Pat. We miss you. All right, and uh, we'll be back after this. 
All right. You know, uh, we got to come back on here. I'm having a... Hey, Life of the good? Barrage, Radio Nope. Yeah. We're back well, on the air. All day long, buddy. We're not the only one. And they have money, and we don't. It's yeah. the normal, man. We I have money it. now, thanks to the law offices of uh, Emil Sanchez. <laughs> I would just like to point out Mario's Steve Harvey in the back. Steve, <laughs> up every week. It's like watching Family Feud or something. I never noticed that. In the yeah. Where? You got to think like a man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Number one answer. He what? He is right. It could be any one of a thousand shows. Steve Harvey is a very prolific hoster. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah, in the, Mario, Mario looks great. Pete, that's not a TV show. That's a that's a fan. He he's a big Steve Harvey fan. It's a painting. The painting. <laughs> that's an original Harvey. <laughs> I don't see myself, so I'll just take your word for it. Yeah. Well, this is a frozen picture of you with the. Yeah. A mask on, and your favorite show, uh, Family Feud, behind your family. That was right. That was our last live poker game. Right. But enough about me. Hi, Rami. Thanks for well, calling in. Well, he's not on right now. We're, he's oh. On <laughs> oh, my God. We're, we're Are we live or not? Yeah, we're live, we're, but we're stalling, we're stalling for time here. And see if you know, John, we were talking about before about um, you know people having technical problems on major national. All right. There, here we go. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Hi, Rami. Hey. How's it going? There we go. We got Rami back. Are you okay, Rami? We are, yeah, I'm all yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. So, so Rami, remind people what that uh, that screen in the background of the background for you is. Oh yeah, that's the uh, elsewhere roof about a year ago. Cool. Very cool. Not yeah. much social distancing going on there. Right? Not at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. So how? Uh, <laughs> There's Mario. All right, everyone can hear each other. Thank you very much, Rami, for joining us. Very nice. Yeah, here. Thank you. I don't know where to start. Um, let's start with elsewhere and talk about, uh, you know, what, what, what's going on with the places it's completely closed down. Or do you guys have a timetable of opening back up and what will be, what, what do you think the, what's your prediction of this, the new world? How will things change when you finally do open back? Um, that's a loaded question, but, um, let's start with like, kind of at this point, we have no idea kind of when things are going to reopen. We have somewhat of a guess as far as like it being sometime in 2021, as far as like, you know, the regular amount of people we've been having. Um, but we are trying to open in some form um, on the roof sometime in phase two. Right. Um, and that's pretty much just like a total shot in the dark um, by us trying to be a restaurant slash bar with um, 50 seats. And usually we, we have like up to 500 people. It's If you've never been there, it's the place is it's gargantuan in size. And I was, all I could think about was, you know, during all this is the, the amount of the staffing. And it's, there must be, how many people does it take to run this place on a full night? And, and uh, how, how are you taking care of them? Totally. Um, I mean, on a weekend night when we're doing about two shows a night, like an early uh, live show and a club night, we probably have about 60-ish people on staff if it's like a packed. Wow. That's, a, that's a gigantic <laughs> amount of people to be paying. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, it's about three floors of just programming. Um, and uh, yeah, it's wild kind of like as we peel back and try to get things restarted, realizing how much we count on everyone to just make everything happen. And yeah, we're kind of like, just like the skeleton crew, it's like been this, these, this past two weeks, just like 
basically with no hours during the day to like make everything happen, even in like the most basic, simple way. Possible. I think maybe a lot of th- things maybe people uh, don't take into account is that you have this giant place, and even when it's not running, you have to people people have to work, and then you have to hire exterminator, you have to keep this up, and you have to you know someone's got to go in there and flush the toilets or something, make sure everything's right. Do you have the well, yeah, that's, that's me, that's me, that's you. You go in there, make sure the water's running, nothing's clogged up. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of bathrooms, and as a, like a, a a plumber guy who has to clog, unclog toilets, I look at the bathrooms in that place, and I go, "Oh man, I don't. I'm glad I don't work here doing that because it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of bathrooms." Before we opened, we had to do the super flush, which is where you flush all the bathrooms at the same time. Ah, it's like a, it's like a pressure a pressure test to see if the uh, waistline can handle. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And how, 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 how to work is out? That a real thing? <laughs> it is a real thing. <laughs> how'd you end up? Uh, well, we should start at the beginning. How'd you end up? Uh, how'd you end up with the place? It's cost three million dollars for you guys to renovate. This seems like a, a an yeah, insane venture um, to take on. I, I mean, you're either brave or uh, insane. Uh, insane, kind of like clueless, uh, <laughs> trying to uh, piece everything together and kind of figure out how we've ended up here. At the same time, we kind of like, right as uh, Glasslands was on its final year, we started the project and uh, approached a bunch of uh, friends and family, some investors, and kind of uh, was able to raise all the money without even a lease at the time. Wow. Um, and just mostly on, you know, the goodwill of the glass lines name. And then right. Do you, as, do you have partners uh, at Elsewhere? Yeah, it's two business partners. Um, one is Jake, who was my roommate freshman year in college at NYU. And the other one is Drew, who was Jake's good friend starting middle school in Connecticut. And then I've known him since I was 17. Cool. Very cool. And that's when you, you grew up in Italy, is that right? Yeah, uh, I was born in Lebanon. I could tell by the uh, accent. Raised in Italy um, <laughs> and also lived in a bunch of other countries before yeah. that. When, it, when, you, when you were in Italy, what, what town, what city were you living in mostly? It was uh, in Genoa. Oh, very cool. It's like Northwest. Mm. Yeah. Well, I like their salami. You were born there? How'd you, how's that happen? Well, I know it's Lebanon. So Lebanon. When two people love each other very much. Like. You're in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's... There's that guy who's from there, but there's also some really good stuff as well, like pesto, focaccia, and blue mm. jeans. Do you go? So, do, you, do, you go yeah. do you go back often? Uh, I try to go back a, about like once a year. My parents are still there, so um, cool. yeah. So you would, as you're Italian, and uh, can you understand what Mario's saying right now? Go ahead, Mario. Certo, have to, certo. <laughs> certo, certo. So to uh, so to uh, start start a bambino, un pitch, uh, okay. How old were sì, you when dalla, you... Dalla elementare, dunque, quando avevo Alla terza? See, the Lebanon, alla terza. Right, he came in over at the third grade from Lebanon, right? No, prima, uh, before that, I was in Nigeria, Egypt, Qatar. Um, <sighs> my parents left during the Lebanese Civil War and kind of uh, we moved a bunch. Uh, my dad's a civil engineer, so we kind of went from one country to another and then found ourselves really well in Italy and that's kind of where I stayed from third grade all the way till the end of high school and then cool did really wanted to come to New York did you have a Vespa I did not have a Vespa I was in a Vespa accident but (laughs) he was hit by one but no I I used my friend's Vespa and Uh, yeah did you get injured no he did Oh. <laughs> Rami, how did you get into uh, counterculture and underground music? Like, how did that all start? Um, 
I mean, a lot of it was just kind of like being in Genoa, just like looking up stuff online have always been just searching for stuff. Um, and then when I came to New York, a bunch of my friends uh, in college played in a bunch of bands. And I started by just, you know, offering to help out book shows for them and, uh, you know, was just a random email at the time when everything was kind of moving from phone calls to emails and kind of slid in at the right time and just knew how to, I don't know, find stuff on MySpace. Is there, right, so is there, do you, when you booked these bands, you just kind of like jumped in with both feet and started uh, sending messages to people? And do yeah, you have, I was do you cool. Have a, I had you have zero a... experience. Uh, my fr- the first show I ever did was at the Charleston. The second one was in Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a story about that, but I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild spot. You mop yeah. it up. Yeah, apparently, if there's water on the floor and your band plays and you <laughs> offer to mop, you're still an asshole. Wait, wait, who played that show, Rami? Um, I don't even remember. I mean, it was just like NYU bands at the time. Yeah. Do you have a booking yeah. strategy now? Like, do you have a do you have a philosophy when it comes to booking bands? Do you have a? I mean, it, it's always changing, right? I mean, you're trying to like. It's one thing when you have a smaller space, um, you're able to kind of book more of the stuff you're you're super into, and that was like an awesome opportunity at Glasslands. At elsewhere, at least for what I've been doing, mostly like the bigger shows in the hall, I mean, it's it's about like 50-50, right? You know, you kind of have to make sure your staff is fed and a lot of them right. have families and, you know, there's <laughs> not everything is going to be like, the, you know, reaches that size that you might be super into. Yeah. So do you John, think, yeah. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> do you well, have a worry? Go ahead, Tommy. Based on John's question before, he was asking about how you're able to take care of your staff, but the thing is, well, I'll tell you what, there is a GoFundMe, and Rami did not ask me to do this, but I, during my research, I found this. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, yeah, if you go on GoFundMe cool. and then search uh, elsewhere, because the link is like, you know, dumb, you'll find it's it. Very, it's very 40, long, right? You guys almost reach your goal, so that's good. I'm, I like, it's nice yeah. to t- take care of everybody, man. It's, it's good. Well, thing. that's what I was yeah. going to say because it's, I, I want to like get in like a little inside baseball here because you've got certain salaried employees right who are perhaps right. like managers and things like that we don't want to get too you know too deep in your private business but on the other hand we're just curious because it's the point of you being on here like what about bar- things like bartenders who generally would have a hard i know they would usually have a hard time getting unemployment you don't really pay them a high base wage because they're making a lot of their their money off tips so that's gotta be that's gotta be tricky for you man to like kind of almost play god and like who you retain who you gotta cut loose who goes to fucking you know get help from uh, unemployment that's gotta be tough dude yeah, um, we didn't cut anyone loose. Everyone's been furloughed. Everyone has health insurance so far. Wow. It's been kind of tricky. But, I mean, Good the game plan idea. is if I can get everyone back, I'm going to, you know, that's what I'm gunning for. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know right what on. that is. But, you, you know, you, even as we're getting into, like, future months, that's kind of where we're at. Um, I You got to have you a, know, a mask policy? <laughs> Yeah, we do have a mass policy. Good. I mean, the thing is about all those guidelines is they keep changing every day, and yeah, I have yeah. like twelve different versions of all the things that the yeah, CDC. I mean, you know, when you have a venue where you can have all these people together, I think you just err on the side of caution. Right. I mean, well, yeah. I don't want to tell you what to do. I'm wearing yeah. a mask if I go there. <laughs> also, if you need custom branded masks, I'm your man. Oh, stop no. it! Yeah. Oh, there it is. There I'm kidding. Go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but like, what about? So, for example, let's take a step back. Yeah. 
at what stage opening is the city in terms of even allowing people inside of your the inner walls of your venue? Like, are you even allowed to have people come in? Uh, they have not released a single thing. And usually, like, I've been following up on a lot of the news in Italy or abroad in Europe where I have a few friends who, you know, are promoters or run venues. And even there, it's been kind of unclear for what's going to happen for indoor spaces. All they're kind of saying is, like, Airing on the caution of 25 to 50% of cap, which. Yeah. Which is how it was when they started to close right, but, it. Right? But can, yeah. can you operate it? Uh, is it worth it to operate at that percentage? I mean, it's a different experience. And that's kind of like where it, where everyone has to kind of understand is like, you know, at the same time, as you said, I have some staff who has family and doesn't get unemployment, you know? Yeah. So. Right. The reason why I'm trying to open up the roof, even at 50, you know, at 50 seats, I'm like, and try to do two, three, you know, seating throughout the course of a six to 12 hour window. It's like, it's mostly for them and kind of like, you know, um, making sure some of that go fun. Can we have fi- only 50% of the bands play? Because, like, <laughs> or for half the time. Yeah, no, if, if you have like five, if you have four people in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, at that yeah. point, right? Rami, but on the roof, there's no music, obviously. It's only for food or drink, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be just like a playlist, low-level bar music. Um, just to get people out of their house and go just exactly, be social. Exactly, yeah, right, right and, and kind of figuring out creative ways to like, you know, make the music a thing, whether it's like a listening party or a stream of someone kind of doing it somewhere else or closing down one of the rooms and just streaming the music. Well, I was going to say, all to the roof. why couldn't you do something like this? Like we were all there for the La Save Fab show. You know, you need to bring things in, like bring artists in to possibly draw people, but not too many. It's a tricky thing. What about having an artist play in the main space, but not allowing anyone there, but then streaming it up on the roof so they can just. Uh, the band. <laughs> That's or they a, could just stay at home. And watch. I like that. You think outside the box there. Right? Totally. It, it's, it's There's a hole in the I mean, floor. Like, it's something like that. Be, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a good idea. I mean, we've definitely thought of it. Um, it's just right now, the trickiest part is finding people who are willing to play ball and kind of like yeah. no yeah. one wants to yeah. take the first stab. And obviously some of the bigger venues and promoters are kind of like waiting for the independents to kind of make the first. Uh, have you could, there's also a large, um, you know, I think you're better off outdoors. I think that's, I think we've established yeah. that. But that can and only go for so long, John, and by October that's over. But right? um, if, if you haven't been there, there's also a pretty uh, sizable outdoor area that connects yeah. via staircase to the roof is, and uh, yeah. you, you, you could set up a bar out there and stuff like, you know, but it's, it's kind of a wait and see thing, I guess. It's a it's great place. Of, it's a great place. There's no answers. You can't you, just, yeah. John, if I may, you, 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 you dive in and get a bunch of people sick. Now you feel, you're like, Oh, this is even worse yep. than whatever I started. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. go ahead, Mario, uh, you have a if I may, you know, you could always market it and brand it as a more intimate, exclusive affair. It's nothing have intimate about that there. place. It's a mammoth. But I've been to elsewhere, and I really have to congratulate <laughs> you. Man. I love the it's dueling cool. stages. I love the fact that one show is over, and then you don't have to wait for the next band to set oh, up and just that, go back and that forth. That was the setup of that festival. And yeah. uh, I've been there for... No, but he has the two rooms with the dueling stages. Right, right Rami? Yeah, there's a... Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I, I don't know if every show is dueling stages like that. I think it was I mean, specific it, to we that. try to do it... Uh, as much as possible for live, for for late night, it's always that. And so like, the- you can go throughout the entire room. I mean, the the really fun, like, 
sad part of it is like the venue does sing the best during the summer when you have also that third roof. Right, right. When you book a band in the small room, do they ever like get offended? Like, like you're sitting there with a cigar, like, ah, you guys are the small room, but you know, maybe you'll work your way up to the big yeah. room one day, kid. You know? Why does David Johansson get the big stage? There you go. Yeah. I like that. I, like I, I know it's, it's out of your hands a little bit, you know, just because I, I know I have a friend that's working in theater and she said that, you know, it's a lot of the venue stuff is phase four. So like just right. waiting for guidelines on when you guys can open. Have you had any artists reach out and say, you know, we know we can't play to full capacity, but they'd be willing to do like multiple sets, almost matinee style with like smaller crowds and play two or three times over the course of a day? A revolving Um, audience. Yeah, I mean, there there have been a few, but not kind of of, you know, the certain size that people would probably recognize. Yeah. So one of the everyone's kind of playing it very safe, including the various teams around it. And I think it's just kind of we're in this we're in this scenario where signaling some opening is good and kind of showing that you can kind of do it safely. Someone's gotta do it. Yeah. Someone's yeah. gotta go first. Is I was it, gonna it, say go ahead, John. Um, oh, is it is it has there ever been a point where um, you get down and you, you think about packing it all in, you're like, man, I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I don't see packing packing being like a thing for a little bit. Yeah, do you, have, you, do you, have, you still have to, I, don't, I hate talking about the money thing, but you still have to yeah. pay rent, right? And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've been lucky so far where we haven't paid rent and we're just kind of have a landlord that is somewhat wow. understanding for now. Nice. That's good. That's but good. it's not a, you know, it's not a problem until it is a problem. But you guys didn't buy that building, so you're, you're not the owners, right? No, okay. No. Yeah, but they cool. put so, you put so much money. Did it have a? I looked at the picture of the old building. Did didn't even, did it have a second floor before you? Uh... No, that was like all like the hall and the roof was all built from that's, ground up. So that's you guys that, uh, did that shit. Yeah, that's a yeah insane project to take on. Was it? Uh, that's a union job, right? No, but Rami, at the same time, not only it, do, you know, do you have um, all the elsewhere venues, but you have a record store on a sec floor. You also have um, Mission Chinese in the front. Like this is like you know this it's a, it's a restaurant goes yeah. beyond. Yeah, this goes yeah. beyond it's just a community center uh, venue. of music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, several like you know opportunities to kind of have people just meet. Uh, you know, talk and just hang out. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. So one of the concerns uh, I would have if I was in your position is something that I've been seeing with a lot of like uh, talent buyers and bookers is that there's a bottleneck issue. And I'm sure you're familiar with it. But basically, from all the shows that were booked and slated for the spring of this past of this current year were postponed to later. And so now there were already shows that were supposed to occur in the fall and the winter and now people are, are battling for that space and time. And so like a lot, it's, it's not just you trying to get artists to come to your venue. A lot of artists want to get out there and play. So there's a huge bottleneck of mm-hmm. artists who are just, everyone's trying to cram everything into like, you know, late fall, early winter, blah, blah, blah. So like, how, how do you, how do you manage all that? Um, it's kind of like you do your best because everything keeps changing and the game hasn't settled as far mm-hmm. as like figuring out how to balance everything. So you don't have, you know, several bands with the same audience playing back to back. I think that's the best thing you can, you can do. And usually you do that by asking and telling people exactly what you have already confirmed and seeing. Right. And working with other talent buyers, right? Yeah. It's all communication. So like 
if you're good at kind of signaling that, then you kind of see it before it, it happens. But at the same time, you know, we're at version two, three of whatever the calendar right, is. Right. And not even the final one. I was going to say, at the same time, I mean, like I work with artists that like still have, um, you know, uh, tours on the books for the fall. And, you know, we're already talking about like 2021. But like, wait a minute, Paul, yeah. are your artists on the fall? Those are re- who already had it originally booked for the fall, like from before COVID? Like it was originally- no, 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 no. These were th- these were like, for instance, like like a band like Diet Sig. You know, they, they moved their shows from, you know, Dietzig, who's played, um, you know, elsewhere numerous times. This is, a you know, a, a band that, like, had their, um, you know, record come out um, at the beginning of May. Uh, you know, things move around. And they then moved it up six months or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like... All right, so the fall, the fall booking was in... In anticipation of it uh, kind of well, being yeah, over yeah, at I mean, that point. Yeah, but, like, a lot of bands around. did that, though, yeah. Yeah, but, like, now, like, bands move things to the fall. And then, you know, just this week, you know, it was announced that, like, um, Coachella, which moved their festival to, you know, October, yeah. uh, you know, this year, is now moving it to next year. Nailed it. On I knew that was going to happen, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, but, like, um, yeah. for all intents and purposes, you have a I question mean, like, for Rami? Rami knows... <laughs> All these things that like have hold for the the fall are probably going to move to twenty twenty one. It's 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 going without saying. Right. Yeah. Well, what about Rami? Do you work with partners like uh, either AEG or Bowery Presents or Live Nation or anything like that, or you're totally independently booked? One hundred percent independently booked. Wow. Nice. And you've always well, done I mean, that, even back uh, when with Glasslands he, and everything. Yeah. You guys just um, kind of wing it, kind of like this show. We just email yeah, people, exactly. and sometimes yeah. they answer us. Well, like we here, emailed here. you and you're on the show now. Like we suckered you right in. That's how you book things. <laughs> That's how Sometimes people it. just say yes. It's beautiful. Well, I mean, here's a, here's a question for you, Romney. I'm not I'm not necessarily concerned about like um, whether or not like you know you're talking about like being able to pay the rent and all that. Um, I'm more concerned like various venue, independent venues across the country um, that are going to be able to survive this pandemic and be able to come back and you know go back to the, the you know the normal or anything like that but like uh, i just I, I feel like you know i i really hope that like or hope that like the these uh you know these bigger um you know ag or live nation don't come in and try to like buy out these venues the independent things like that's my biggest concern like i'm i i they, they have a place in in their you know in the world, but like I just I want to make sure that like independent. Do you, you fear know, getting bought out again? Like uh, you know, I know Vice ended up buying uh, the entire neighborhood or something and screwing you guys over at Glasslands. Do you worry about well, when you when you invest so much into a new place that someone's going to come along and is like, oh no, not I again? I mean, I've definitely thought about that. I mean, I, that's definitely a fear, but also at the same time, I think everyone's hurting. You know, I think yeah, the reality sure. is that everyone's in in the same boat, and even those bigger like you know, venues and promoters are hurting as well. Like while that might've been a concern about, you know, two months ago, I think, you know, those, those promoters are hurting, are starting to hurt more and more as everything gets pushed back. And I think they're trying to figure out what the hell their organization starts to look like. So I think it's just kind of like a whole thing that like, as the festival's get moved back and back, you know, a lot of international acts who've been coming to, you know, New York for, you know, years and years that 
just now have no idea about how to like make it viable not to mention like artists from the west coast yeah sure it's doable to kind of come but like how do you how do you put together an entire tour when a certain area is closed yeah and then you have the northeast which is currently fine yeah sure you can do weekend warrior stuff as much as you want but at the end of the day that's still not the same so like that does hurt the bigger you know promoters as well so i think it's kind of like a wait and see i think this is just no one really fucking knows because you have any any kind of idea of what you think the landscape of of brooklyn on a whole will look like venue wise throughout um i mean there are some like i mean the reality is like there's two train like two thoughts processes like at the end of the day who's going to take over some of the venue spaces that already are catered towards venues like you have to be someone who already has some money but isn't one of those bigger promoters who already has a room so like i think people are gonna stick it out i think if their landlords are understanding and their landlords aren't in a situation where there's a mortgage or something that kind of like has the potential of defaulting. Uh, you know, I, I just want to I want to stop you right there. A lot of people like cancel rent, <laughs> cancel rent, and I'm all about that. But at the same time, like people don't understand that like a lot of these your landlords in your venue potentially could have a mortgage, and then so Wah. you could no. But think about it, John. It, it hurts Rami. Yeah, I, I thought about it a, a lot I don't because what will happen is, get, is then that venue should, then that lo- that guy should get well, a job. No, well, he has a job. He's no, in the he business doesn't. of real estate. Nah, That's his job. job. And he's taking a risk, Tommy. I don't want to get into exactly. it. <laughs> By the way, the yeah. point is we, we it, did, hurts, we're gonna, we're gonna it hurts Rami because then <laughs> essentially that guy loses his venue and then Rami loses his space and his investment. So it's a very uh, Yeah, it's smoke. almost like we have to just smash capitalism. Well, let me tell you yeah. something. Sorry. Go ahead, Rami. I mean, I think the reality is you potentially lose the people that you've worked very hard to find who are down to help you do what you're trying exactly. to do. Exactly. Well, That's the risk. The one thing about Brooklyn is if you had those <laughs> properties, and I was born in Bushwick and then moved to Italy for a few months then came back to Bushwick, those properties, if you had them from the beginning, were pennies on the dollar. Sure. So if you were the original owner, you could if. afford to take the, the break. But if, if you, you are one of the new to come in and buy property yeah. at inflated prices, then you're kind of... Well, you're, that's called you're an investment those, property. Yeah, that's you're a taking risk. a risk. That's so the risk I, you took. Yeah. And uh, people said this after 9-11. I feel 9/11. bad for the bartender the security guard. They said this really after landlord, 9-11. But, yeah. People won't fly planes. People, Things will come back to normal. And uh, new new people will come in if other businesses don't make Wh- it, and they will fill the void. Rami, do you see but things I hope you going make it, Rami. back to normal ever? Or is there there'll be some kind of... I don't know. Will things ever get back to normal? I think there will be an iteration of kind of what was happening and there will be like a certain energy that retor- returns that people will feel like it's normal, but I don't think it'll be ever the yeah. same. Really? Uh, no, but you, you have, are you going to change a strategy? Are you going to put a pool on the roof or you ever think of that? <laughs> hot tub? thought about no, it. You need thought about any it. more. Uh... But, but Rami, the, at the same time, like you're talking about like bringing people back to the roof and like yeah. setting up tables. People are so hungry for something that like I feel like once you guys are able, you know, um, you know, able to uh, put something together for the roof, like people are going to come like especially in Bushwick, people are going to be so psyched to do something 
like it's one thing to like be able to like just go to a park and like sit there but like be able to like be part of a like normal function i feel like the roof is like you know what you're going to do on the roof as long as it's like uh, you know intimate uh, and normal exclusive yeah People. sorry go ahead john but no the problem there, Paul, is People that people want to go to shows. I, I mean, whenever I'm on a show and and I'm watching a band, I, I go, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be, and it's, there's nothing like going to a show. This, you know, and people do miss. It. I, you know, you don't want to get sick. But. Things will come. No, but, but people th- take things in stride. I mean, like you know, people. It, there's certain stages or phases as we, yeah. you know, we're going to do like build it back up. So people are just going to be excited just to do s- something. Sure. I think the biggest challenge for Rami is sustainability because that's good for the season as it's warm in the warm months. But then over time, it starts to get cold. He loses his roof access, and all of a sudden, he has to have a plan in place to sustain through the winter. You know. What about that, Rami? You close down the roof when it gets too cold, I guess. Yeah, that's what we usually do around like uh, post Halloween. We'll just leave it open and let us uh, let bring, us, out, bring let your us, jackets. Yeah, it's like playing poker in the garage. <laughs> do you yeah. ever worry about? Uh, is, it, is there extra insurance with a bunch of drunk people on a roof? <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit. You got some uh, like uh, safety gates for us babies uh, stumbling safety around. Safety gates. Yeah. <laughs> Rami, are you part of a uh, Neva? Are you helping? Yeah, helping that. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been part of it since the beginning. Can, oh, just... can you can you talk about a little bit what Neva actually is? Thanks, Paul. Yeah, it's the Nat- National Independent Venue Association, and it's been kind of. Uh, trying to collect everyone's voice as a unified front directly with the current government. Um, So currently like the latest update as of Tuesday has been kind of as, you know, 2020 is a total wash trying to push and kind of make sure that every independent venue across the country has a chance to survive. So, you know, in this, in this new act, uh, it's pushing for six months of forgiveness on a bunch of stuff that kind of makes it easier um, for everyone to be there in January, or at least, you know, continue, um, you know, the unemployment insurance for the pandemic for all the staff that's been currently getting it, um, you know, helping waive some rent, um, various other expenses. So it's, it's a good move and, and like, you know, first Avenue has been leading um, with a lot of their political contacts and kind of getting everyone under a single voice because everyone has a voice right now and everyone's trying to gain attention. But I think now more than ever, there needs to be someone who's kind of just presenting it as yeah. is. A unified. Are you saying- it's a pretty interesting thing. If you if you guys want to check it out, the, uh, the website really how do I find it, it again? Well, I'll tell you, Mary. It's funny you asked that. It's uh, <laughs> Neva SSOC. That's N-I-V-A-S-S-O-C dot org. And uh, you should go there. Yeah. Just check it out, their mission statement and everything. If you got an organization that has initials in it, I'm in. He loves acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, it's the Na- it's the National Independent Venue Association, Neva. Right. Neva. It's not like the skin cream. By the way, Mario's a uh, 60 five years old <laughs> if you don't mind uh rami how old are you and when did you first start to get into music what were your uh, favorite what's bands? your address and uh how tall are you like when did um, you come I'm, into the I'm music 32 scene? i'm so 32 and i started wow. uh booking when i was 20 
And when I was doing shows, I was not allowed at a bunch of venues wow. on the Lower East Side. Why? I would have to settle. Young, he's underage. Oh, yeah. oh 20 is underage. That's, right. That's crazy. It was 18 when we were youngsters. You try, you could, you, listen, the guy's 13 fighting a Lebanese army. He can't walk into a bar. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> so what What bands were you like, You're like, what were you interested in when you were coming up and, and booking Little bands? Little Basie, John. Were you like, uh, um, punk, as far as like techno? Some of the first- yeah, it was... Yeah. yeah, a lot of indie rock at the beginning, especially for Glasslands, just right as MGMT and Suckers and oh. Local Natives and Pat. Yeah, come on, keep keep naming oh, all those French oh, Kiss oh. fans. The Antlers. <laughs> <laughs> you also did a lot uh, of uh, some Jonathan kind of... Tobin did exactly. dance parties at Glasslands. Yeah. Glass I'm calling the right? management this whole time. I, I thought uh, I liked indie rock. Oh, MGMT. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been calling the management too. Soul clap events. Soul clap, like, right, Night Train, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, but no, the thing, the thing about Rami, like, especially like Glasslands in its heyday, Been there many name, times, yeah. name yeah. any artist like coming up, like, um, uh, that, you know, Billy Joel, like he mentioned like MGMT Yacht. or Yesayer or, uh, Disclosure or, um, Indian. uh, Lana Del Rey played, you know, Glasslands wow. as well. I mean, like he, he had everybody. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you book her? You sent an email? Um, <laughs> it was funny. It was actually like supposed to be a secret show, and her billing was Queen of Coney Island. Ah. And uh, uh, one of the local openers figured out who she was. Once and one person tweeted, figures it out, it's and like... Tweeted, and tweeted at Brooklyn Vegan. Next thing you know, there was oh, like, no. people Snitch. at the show, and 30 of those were photographers. Oh, and that's a bummer. Agent calling me. Non-stop. I actually I saw her at Irving internet. Plaza, which is a thousand-person venue, and it was still pretty insane with the paparazzi out there, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> I have a couple of questions. Yeah. It's Stephen Soli. Soli, you're back. Uh, Rami, uh, you said you booked a lot of shows that you you couldn't attend. Yeah. What could, could you? A couple. Could you yeah. name like the one that was like, oh, I wish I got to be there, or were they all for you? It was it was mostly like nothing too memorable. It was mostly NYU bands. I was like nineteen or twenty, so it was friends <laughs> stuff like at pianos or like the Delancey or my fake ID just didn't work. So <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't anything super wild. But my twenty first birthday was Das Racist and Rumspringa, nice. and that felt like. Uh, a good coming of age. Wow, yeah. uh, you're so, yeah, man, I'm old. Yeah. You, Dos Racist was like out when you were 21. That's that's ten, no, ten years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to those guys? You still talk to those guys? Are they still uh, at the uh, Taco Bell? Hey, uh, there you combination go. pizza and Taco Bell. I love that song. It's very oh, catchy. Me and my son would sing that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, there's songs that are just have truth in them, and that's one of them. It's like you know, it's very. It's just laid right out there. He can't yeah. find you. He's there. Where are you? Thank you. Rami, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I, I, I believe in doing a little research. I sussed out you ran a marathon last year. Is that, is that oh, true? Brethren. And how was it? I did. It was brutal. I was uh, I didn't train as well as I probably should have. You got to use the Hanley technique. From Paul, but uh, he, Paul ran a couple steps here with me. At there you go. Oh, wait a minute. We have three marathon runners I, on the panel. Well, right? it's funny you mentioned that, Tom. What are you guys running from? There's so many... <laughs> Coronavirus. Adam also completed the marathon. You completed the New York City Marathon. Is that what you're saying? Oh, Rami. no. Rami crushed it. Yeah. And so did Adam. 
I did not. Ah, crush well, him. Rob, he's Robbie being crushed. humble now, saying he didn't train well and no, no, it was no, brutal. But... What was what was what, is, what was Adam's time and what was Rami's time? Let's everyone. I want to see who's the fastest. Let's go. Wait a minute before you answer, Paul. Did you run the New York City Marathon too or no? Twice. Twice. Okay, so all three of you ran the marathon. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I, Paul, I ran it. The let, let's start with Paul. What was your best time? Because I'm sure you oh, could. I couldn't oh, beat, for, beat uh, you guys the, if I was on a bicycle. Three twelve. Jesus Christ. <laughs> three yeah, hours and twelve minutes. minutes. Okay. That's, well, Adam. We'll, that's amazing. We'll set Rami up to win here because I ran it in five hours and two minutes. Uh, <laughs> hey, right, you, know, right, you finished it. Everyone, you're laughing. Twenty six yeah. miles. Let's see you do it. What's Rami's time? It was like four hours and five. Yeah. I was wow. cheering Rami on. He he crushed it last year. He was wow. amazing. Right. Right. Adam stopped at the bar like twice. Let's <laughs> just admit it. You're supposed to run off. Does that ring a bell? Adam's that. one of those guys who cheats. He, he runs out of the woods and splashes water on his face. It's like you know that old guy who skips the miles. Wait, Pete, what did you say? Hipster runoff? What? Hipster runoff. That's like well, all those bands you R- mentioned Rami's before. The, uh, all that. Oh, yeah. Rami, what is that? It was all very... That was the time. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the thing. What was the hardest part of running the marathon? Was it, it was the running? Man, it was it was the hills. Ah. Oh no! Yeah. I'll hills. tell I'll I'll tell you the hardest part, and and Rami and Adam will tell you, the 59th Street Bridge. Oh, really? <laughs> That's 100%. right. I used to take why, my bicycle. Why? 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 Is it windy hard. up there? Well, no, it's it's not that it, it's windy. It's just like that part of the race, like it's like mile fifteen. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like Ugh. you're you're getting up there. It's it's brutal. You, the funny thing is, when you're on, you you can't give up on a bridge because there's nowhere to go. You can give up yeah. after or before. And then that <laughs> run up yeah. ca- up the uh, Queens Boulevard up through Calgary Cemetery is all uphill, and that's yeah. a drain. How, well, uh, you ran I, a marathon too. No, I used to take my bicycle and roller skate that oh, route. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Gross. are there marathons in like flat places? I think I'd be down with that, like Indiana. Yeah, or yeah Chicago. Oh, yeah. Well, Chicago. I, Adam, I've done the Chicago Marathon too. I was supposed is to do it, it this year, but it ain't happening. Is it, is it? How much is it? A lot easier without the hills, I suppose. It right? has to be. Well, we oh have, no, it, it's so much easier. Wait yeah. a minute, Paul Hanley. We we all have a mutual friend, Jake Roxoff, who's also a marathon runner, right? Yeah. You know, Jake. And, and, uh, and, and Rami, Rami yeah. knows Jake as well. Of course, he's one of my closest friends, and he told me that in Greece. That he ran a marathon, like the OG marathon in Greece, and a lot of that shit's fucking uphill. Oh, the like the way. Olympics, you you the Olympics to, it, it, right? The finish lines at the yeah. top of Mount Olympus. Yeah. And Zeus greets you with a medal. <laughs> oh my god! So, have you guys any done that? Uh, ran in Greece? No. Hold right? on, I have a question for all you marathon runners. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead, go yes. ahead, John. No, go you, ahead. Um, do you, do you guys still run for fun, or is it like you do it once and you're like, that sucked? No, are you kidding me? I've done I've done 19 marathons. 19? Uh, Holy crap! No wonder you're so skinny. God. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, no, are, are you going to? Um, are you going to? Well, excuse uh, me, Paul. Let, uh, we have a guest on the show. I, I, <laughs> hey, John. Let's not forget that one year Rami didn't want to run the uh, Brooklyn half marathon, mm-hmm. and I ran his under his name, and <laughs> I did it in like an hour and 32 minutes. Is that? A, and he's like, oh, hey. Yeah, wow. like Not just allowed. crushed it. Does that help your score? Hold on a second. What do you mean you oh, ran? Oh yeah, under it helps me start way earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you have to qualify for that. I forget. No, you just go. Um, Not for Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn. Up. You have yeah. to register that day. Or yeah, but the, the, the New York City like, Marathon is that in, like yeah, a, just yeah. open? You you have have to to qual- oh, you have to. I mean, you have to qualify. You have to run first and then run again. No, no, no. New York City Marathon, you. Yeah, you know, it's not even about a qualifying. It's it's a, um, a it's a lottery system, just like uh, London. Yeah. So it's really hard to get into. 
Um, Boston, if you get you qualify like time wise, you get in. But yeah, but you have I mean, to Rami, what's, right. Rami, Rami, what's the uh, what's the what did you find the toughest part? Did you, did you did, were you surprised by anything while you're running the marathon? You're like, wow, I didn't expect this um, part to I be mean, hard. How so. hilly it was and how much I needed sugars. You, like, and you, your breathing is okay because I've run like down the block to the train, and I'm. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're a lifelong smoker like me. Yeah, well, I'm in, I'm in top shape. I I, I got about two seconds in a fight, and I gotta I gotta hit it quick. My favorite part of the marathon is when you get to eat pasta. Do you do that before or after the race? Oh, it's oh, the night during. before. Come on, before and after. You guys grew up in Italy. Before, after, times. and during. At the, the, the Italian marathon, they throw bowls of pasta at you while you're in. Eat the meat first. Then the I'm sauce. just running with my mouth open. There's a sauce all over. That's amazing. Are you going to run it again, Rami? Uh, not for a while. Yeah. Good yeah. man. Dude, Rami, I'm psyched that you just did it one time. That's enough, man. You got yeah. it. You killed it. Yeah, not like me, hey, did it 19 it's not times. Not like it's happening this year. So. And, and the way the coronavirus is going, it might be the last running of the New York City Marathon. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not happening this year. For so any time soon. Yeah. I do believe I mean, things will come back. Yeah, well, you're very optimistic. I, running with a mask on would suck anyway. So. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. Fuck that. Right, Adam? No, it's too hot. I've been out for like, like literally like a two-mile run. How, and how, wind. how are you keeping yourself busy uh, without uh, booking in a venue to run around me? Um, I, got, I fostered a cat. Okay. Oh, hey, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, his name's Rigatoni. <laughs> Abundanza. Yeah. All right. Can you put the cat on the phone, please? Yeah. One sec. He's actually going to go do that. Hey, yeah, yeah. Can we can we see him in the Simpsons uh, living? Sometimes room? you just have to ask. Yeah. Oh my God! So oh, cute. Rigatoni. Oh. Mine just bit me trying to grab her. So. Oh, it's, <laughs> Mine's going to do the same. Hello, Kitty. Wait, so, Wait, how so many Rami, of you have cats? Oh, Rami, you're totally... You're trying. You're trying. Sorry? What's the cat's name? Rigatoni. Oh, that's right. Rigatoni. <laughs> Sorry, you're... But, but you're, you're keeping that cat, though, right? Yeah, I'm keeping oh, it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, it's if you foster a cat, I'd be, like, really hard to give it up. Right? Do but. you all have cats? Every I, one I have you? one cat. I do. Yeah. I have one, yes. Adam yeah. says no. You have a cat, Tom? Yeah, tiger. I've had him for 15 years. That's Pete, an actual mountain lion. Yeah. Pete Soli, you have a cat? <laughs> Pete, I do, cool. yeah. Wow. Pete, what's your cat's name? Mine? Yeah. <laughs> GG. Soli's <laughs> changing bathrobes. You're on Cat Talk. <laughs> Dave Harrison, who used to be on the show, had a cat named Conway Kitty or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dog. I had to put my dog down last year. That was tough. All right. Uh, 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 sorry to bring it down there. Uh, uh, I, I buried my dog in the backyard. It was the worst thing oh. I ever did. Yeah. I know it's never can, much yeah. for cats. I'm not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> likes box turtles. I do, and I have a fish now, a Japanese fighting fish. Cuff and Link. She's a beauty. I call her beauty. Japanese fighting fish. That's like the biggest pet scam going. And it, nah, it dies she's in two like days. strong as a horse. I've had her for th- like eight years already. No way. Girl, you got to see her. She's like a boxer. We're on with Rami Heikel, apparently. But everyone's Rami, telling their own stories. Did, <laughs> yeah, <that is laughs> Show us your Japanese fighting fish. <laughs> so how By the way, pop- the first band who plays elsewhere will be Japanese fighting fish opening up for <laughs> multiple sets a day. <laughs> Open so for half Japanese. <laughs> John, do you have our favorite list handy with you? Yes. Oh, yeah, I, John, I did, get that favorite list handy. I did want to ask something else, though. Oh, uh, mm. just one more uh, series. I have a question for Rami. Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead, Pete. 
What's the worst non-DJ DJ set you've ever booked? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um, worst non-DJ Grimes. Uh, I just texted you. Grimes. Oh, my God, Grimes. Yes. Good answer. That's a good one. Yes, that's amazing. Why, why, was, why was it so bad? Christmas music all along. Christmas music. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah that, that's what it was. Yeah, I was going to ask, well, what did she play? Yeah. Just straight up Christmas music for the first. She's a like, she's a she's a billionaire right now. What? Oh well, yeah. Well, well Eli Musk. That guy's yeah. out in space. Yes. Fuck that dude. Uh, oh, now you fuck it. You see, everything. Yeah. I'm always right, Tommy. You come around eventually. Hey. Well, you know, Rami, do, do you have happen. to deal with uh, um, like uh, big corporate ticket companies and stuff? And is there any, or do you guys? Is there's no way? Is there any way around like? not dealing with these t- ticketing companies or is it just they just have us all yeah. like it's funny because when we first started with eventbrite they were not a big ticketing company right. yeah, yeah. So, why do you think eventbrite is that a no point no now? i have no opinion on 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 them personally at all i'm just asking you don't do live nations or ticket Hold master on. shows right. do you? no none of those i mean unless it's like a live nation like venue or whatever they put their name on as a venue. I think about this a lot. I'm like, man, if yeah. you, if there's just like no way. Are you is it that hard to like ticket events yourself? I guess it's impossible, right? No, no, John, well, I think a lot of venues that. just count on that deal originally whenever they get struck to be a bonus to just make everything happen. So, for John, the there's five years. I, I know how nothing works, by the way. <laughs> there's there's different <laughs> there's different levels of it with you know like Ticketmaster at the very top. There at the bottom, there's independent ticketers like Eventbrite, you know, and they're, they're coming as to compete with. Are those, they those independent stuff. ticketers though? Well, they, that's what Rami was saying is they start off independently, and then maybe someone like a TicketWeb or TicketFly or whatever gets eventually bought out or it's a consortium. Yeah. Rami, you want to speak on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you know, we started as Ticketfly as one of the first few promoters um, for Glasslands using yeah, it, other than Brooklyn Bull. And we were like maybe client number three in Brooklyn for them. And then down the line, they eventually got bought by Eventbrite. But for elsewhere, we started with Eventbrite. So then Ticketfly merged into that. And then now it's kind of like, you know, we're on Eventbrite, but it's kind of unclear what the future beholds there. So uh, a lot of consolidation in that industry, though, right? Yeah, it just is always like the same people just changing companies. Yeah, yeah. just just keep the brokers out of it, and uh, yeah, like you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. What do you think about people like Mary Ho? So I am not re- a broker. Re- I'm a small your, business. Resell your tickets man. on oh, yeah. StubHub. You, you have no idea, you. Rami. I paid a. Th- I, I went. I paid a, th- a broker. I, I paid a thousand dollars to Mario to go to the Le- Lace Abbey Fab Show. <laughs> no, no. You yeah, the yeah, only yeah. thing you were by, mad about by, is by, that I sold the way, my Rami, tickets. Like I invited these guys. You know, remember when we did the like you know free like French Kiss, yeah, French Kiss show, yeah. Label situation. Show. Mario was the first person to take advantage of that, and then you know, not that John's son was drinking. He also came and came to the after party too. John's son, yeah. he was like seventeen. I snuck him in. Well, he was sixteen then, I think. And we—he was—it <laughs> was so great. Uh, I, to wa- watching him watch Lay Savvy Fab was like cool as shit. Like gears going, like yeah, yeah he just—he was like enthralled with it, like because that's a show. Those 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 yeah, those, oh, that yeah. band is not screwing around when it comes to this. Well, show. you know, if you remember, I walked your son right into the after party like he was. Uh, that's right. He was performing that night. He, he, yeah, we. <laughs> that was. Mar- you're good. This at is getting- my grandson. He's coming in with me. Yeah, <laughs> got him in there. 
sunny. Just you go, stuck uh, my child into a bar. Thank yeah, you. we just walked in the back door. No, they won't but question like, it. Yeah, John, your son hung out till like two in the morning. He was stoked. Yeah, he was into it. He was into the shows. He went to <laughs> he went to a show not too long ago. I go, who are you going to see? He's like Cannibal Corpse. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> He likes the heavy shit. Can I come? Awesome. I took him to ACDC. He likes That's music, awesome. so we'll definitely be back to elsewhere if it ever <laughs> opens up. Hopefully, it will. Rami, ACDC, crap, not crap. Mm. Oh, oh, crap. Let's do some crap, not crap. Oh, yeah. John, I was going to say, I check your phone. I just sent it to your phone. Up. I have a, I have a list of the most uh, Rami polarizing. Is, Rami ones. is much younger than us. I don't know if he even knows. Started with a hard crap. No, you see, he was crapping the Brian Johnson ACDC. Let's be real. Well, uh, help it, Paul. Let's answer Adam's <laughs> question first. Then, is ACDC crap or not crap? If you feel like you want to stop and qualify your answer, you're welcome to. Um, I don't know. It just never really connected with me, Ooh, to be quite honest. Yeah. There you go. How, how about Rush? Yeah. Rush. Uh, not crap. Not crap. Bring Rush. Uh, the Grateful Dead. Uh, not crap. Oh come on, Rami. Elton John. Thank you. <laughs> not crap. Billy Joel. Crap. Correct. <laughs> if if uh, if Billy Joel called you and said, "I want to play elsewhere and pack the house," <laughs> what would what what would his uh, what is the maximum uh, guarantee money you would give Billy Joel? <laughs> Not <What>? even close. <laughs> yeah, he, but Billy Joel calling saying, "I'm just going to play Captain Jack on repeat." <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like he's like Bruce Springsteen. He shows up to the Billy Joel cover band set. He's like, "Good job, boys!" and plays one song with him. He's that guy. You know? Listen, if Billy Joel called him and said, "I want to do an intimate, exclusive affair on the roof of Elsewhere," would you turn him down? I would not turn him down because, like, not. Billy Joel. Yeah, it's like. What am I trying to like? But he can still be crap. He's a businessman. He's got business to take Actually, care of. Actually, no, it's not what? just that. It's just like it's just because it's not for me doesn't mean right. like sure. I should. I would right. totally Stay go to that. By the way, the roof would be closed for that show because he has to land his helicopter up there. I do have Billy <laughs> right. Joel's no, album. Yes. Anyway. Album before Rami, Billy what, Joel. What was he the craziest show that like someone tried to like you set up at any one of the venues like rooms and elsewhere? They're like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right here. Um, I think it was right before we closed. It was Anderson Puck who oh, had just yeah. played. Oh yeah, that's right. Sure. Uh, Barclays, I think, and that was like with the wow. Freak Nationals in Zone One. So that was like a 200 no, cap. No, that's huge. I mean, he yeah. he played MSG. That's massive. Yeah. That's insane. Did you pack the place? You ever wonder? Like, I mean, I'm sure you've thought about it a million times. You have such a big place that. Uh, do you care that if even though there's a bunch of people there, sometimes like a lot of the shows might look like there's not look a little empty because of the size of the pure size of the main room, like, even though it could you, be a thousand people. You just never know. There's a lot of shows that like sell really quickly and then some people don't show up. Yeah. It's 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 always hard. It's always hard to tell. It's and, weird. Like, too. That's where like the uh, ticketing companies kind of fail. I think uh, as as I, I something I realize is that the older I get, the more like people like sometimes things happen in their life when you're older, and the, a lot of people end up not going for whatever reason. It's weird. I'd rather have the person there. How about the Rolling Stones? You ever hear that band? <laughs> <laughs> They're from Michigan. Um, uh, not crap. How about the Beatles? You never know. Uh, ah, see, you whoa, know. whoa, 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 we wavered. Uh, but Hesitation on the Beatles. That's he that's not, he not crap. So we got uh two craps on the Beatles in the history of the show, and that's I get that's two point five. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Pavement. Yeah. A lot of people love pavement. A lot of people hate pavement. Pavement? I love pavement. Me too. Okay, cool. Oh, crap. You ever book We're pavement? Not. No, I would love to. Well, did you ever give her Steve Alkmus? I have not been able to get a show with him. Did you ever jump Robbie. out of a plane? Sorry? <laughs> did you ever jump out of a plane? Have I... <laughs> I have never jumped out of a plane. How about uh, Smashing Pumpkins? Crap, not crap. Uh, not crap. Bruce Springsteen. Not crap. Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> um, not crap, actually. Rami, you like a lot of bands. You're a pretty kind hearted well, guy. Well, he's 32. I just gave him uh, bands for this is a crap, not crap Can list I, for 50 year old people. I, I have a question, <laughs> Rami. I want to know a crap, not crap. Your f- you grew up in Italy. So, what was your yeah. favorite Italian rock band and your least favorite Italian rock band? Besides Vito. Oh, God. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I did like growing up Vasco Rossi. And what Lawyer? does that translate into? Vasco Rossi. You're, yeah, that that would be like the more Guns N' Roses version of a, like an Italian band. Right, right. right. Um, I don't know, like Luna Pop would be kind of like the the crap version. That's like kind of like I don't know, like uh, bad. Me, bad. I, have you ever heard of this up up and coming Italian band? I don't that's just racist, John. No, that's Frankie Five Angels is the name of the band. It's from The Godfather. How is it racist? Rami, I know. Rami. I, I saw Guns N' Roses in Imola three years ago today. Wow, that is a good wow. question, actually. Was there, what, did you, when you were in Italy, was there a, a, a crazy music scene that you were into? And what's, what do you, what's the state of the scene now? Um, it was always like bigger, like 3,000 cap rooms, in, at least in Genoa. If you came to play Genoa, it had to be like a bigger like room, like Terminal Five or like the stadiums. So like you would have occasionally like someone like Vascaros, you can do like the stadium, or you would have someone that's like more of like a local Italian kind of thing that like just tours and does the three thousand cap. Or you had like people like Depeche Mode who would just like do three or four dates in northern Multiple Italy. Nights, yeah. Um, I mean, that was kind of, you know, to see good shows, you had to go to Milan. Yeah. Milan, so Bologna, or Trieste. Yeah, Bologna. Bologna is a great town to party in. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. have to say that. No underground uh, rock scene there. No, it's there, but it's just, you know, there's different it's, levels of it, you know? Like, yeah. It's, there's a lot of college students in Bologna. So, like, right. you, lately there's been a few bands that have actually made it to the U.S., that would play like a 200 cap room who are from there. Is there a lot of good like, what, dance, what? like disco out there? Or like, Yeah, there's a fair amount there, of techno. Right? Yeah, there's the techno a fair amount there, of disco. Um, yeah, it, like a lot of Southern Europe is more electronic oriented. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you familiar with the Italian band Gita? I'm not, no. no yeah, they're kind of like a glam rock band in the vein of like a T-Rex. and We've actually had them on the show before. Have we? I used to listen to Il Profeti. Right. Yeah, which the, the prophets, the prophets, <laughs> the prophets. Yeah. They, they had a rope, song. They had a cover of uh, Ruby Tuesday in uh, Italian, which I loved. I sang it as a child. <laughs> Did, <laughs> sang it as a young child. What do you think of it? Do you ever go? The, you have an opinion on the Primavera Sound uh, Festival that they do there? Mm. I mean, I was I no, was trying to get there uh, 
for June and we were kind of speaking with the organizers for a while and um, you know, they were festival kind of, of the world. Is that going yeah. on this year? Or they no, they, they pushed it back to 2021, but they have yeah. been doing some drive-in concert series uh, to just keep their sponsorship. So, and kind of like, you know, keep it going employing, employing Rami, some like, like, like retaining most of the artists. Sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say they're, they're retaining most of their artists from the schedule for the, you know, 2020 moving to 2021. Like LaSalle Fob was on that mm -hmm. and they've added some amazing artists. Like um, it, to me, like I haven't been to many festivals uh, for the world, but like Primavera's like hands down, like amazing. Yeah. It's a Barcelona. It's, you know, um, the, the you know it starts at six p.m. and ends at six a.m. It's it's if you want to go to a festival and really experience live yeah. music, that's the festival. I, to do I think that. a good benchmark is a you know if if Shellac is playing it all the time that that means it's exactly. probably good because I don't think they have much truck for the uh, the crappy yeah. thing, you know they must like it or something. How about all right? Last one, the most polarizing band. Oh yeah, there you go. In the good history. Job. Of rock and roll, Steely Dan. Are they crap or not crap? Steely not Dan. Crap. Yeah. Uh, good man. We're back, we're back to fifty-fifty. You're a good oh. man, Rami. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm with Rami, is there anything? Thank you for staying on so long with us. I, I, yeah. I and if this is yeah. torture for you, I apologize. But uh, we appreciate you ha having you on. Is there anything uh, you want to plug uh, before you leave? Uh, also, go yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on this show and I hope to see you guys soon. I really appreciate, appreciate you doing it. it. And, I uh, do. Wait, Everyone. Rami, can you remind us two things? Can you remind us for the Neva like uh, site and then go fund me for uh, um, elsewhere? Yeah. Neva, anything that you kind of like see online as far as news coming out in the next few weeks, especially as like all the phase four stuff kind of rolls out, which should be around June 22nd. And then the GoFundMe, we're like a thousand-ish dollars away from hitting our our goal, and uh, so hopefully opening up the roof. Uh, I don't know whenever that'll be. We'll be there, everyone. Uh, when yeah. elsewhere opens up, let's all go up to the roof. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing, I love, amazing. I great love elsewhere. Yeah, I love being it, there. I miss being place. there. I I have to hand it to you, Rami. Uh, it's the closest thing I could put towards like being at Danceteria was like in the '80s because it's just uh, so many all, things yeah. happening on so many different levels and you go from one room to another and it's just, just a totally different experience hats off to you young man you did a great job a right, great wrap thank up you. uh thank that's you. your host of the show mario and uh, well i just wanted to say i, I love <laughs> it there uh thank you very much uh rami heikel and you go to yeah. go to gofundme and search elsewhere and help uh help out the uh service uh workers who are uh yeah. you know maybe yeah. uh suffering there so thank you so much man Appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks for talking. Yeah. Grazie a tanto. Thank you, Rami. Yeah. Yeah. See you soon yeah. over there, all right? Good we'll luck, and uh, stay safe, man. Molto piacere. Grazie a tanto. Piacere. Aspetta. Ciao, ciao. Rami, I'll wave to you backwards like they do in Italy. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a break. After these words. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back uh, right after this. Live from Barrage Radio. Thanks, Rami.
news. It's Country Mike. It's Country Mike, and we're back live from the garage here on Radio Nope. Thank you, everybody. That's a little uh, a little ditty by Country Mike. Thank you. Well, now you're on a different microphone. No, I'm not. I'm just standing oh, away okay. so I can talk louder. Uh, thank you very much uh, to everyone, and thank you. Uh, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything right now. Hmm. Just Rami Haykel. And uh, is everyone back on the uh, thing? I, was, I have to un- unmute myself, and uh, I think we're back. I'm trying this Zoom thing. It's a new thing called Zoom. All the kids are doing it. You got a Zoom, 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 at Zoom. Another costume change from my friend uh, Sully. Did you take a shower, sir? Uh, I did. Uh, I did. You look nice and refreshed. I mean, you always look good, but... Are we back? You look uh, slightly better. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I bow before you, <laughs> money back? god. What, what you drinking there? Who are you talking oh, to? You. <laughs> you talking oh, don't to? look at me like that. I'll come over there. <laughs> what are you? I Here's to you, Sully. Ah, what do you got there? Pacifico. Ah. Long neck. I should take that and make, uh, what's, what's the thing they make? It's like a half Bloody Mary, half beer. It's like a mix of gala. A, 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 meat, a meat colada. Yeah, you throw a pickle in Pomada. there. It's delicious. I love that. You never yeah. knocked me down. What is it called again? <laughs> <laughs> Hit me again. You never got me down. You never got me down, right? Uh, I forgot to ask him if uh, John Taffer was going to come over and uh, fix <laughs> fix the venue. I, for... I really wanted to ask him. I really wanted to ask him how much he took on soft merch at we, a gig. <laughs> <laughs> we put on a fourth floor. Before there were three. Uh, like, I got you the mission Chinese. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think it could be the birthday man himself. Uh, was Pat? Patty Pat Pat. Patty Pat 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 Pat. Call you on the air. Hey, wrong number. Oh, hey. come on. <laughs> Hello? Who's this? Listen, he hung up because I when you call on the phone and five people go Exactly. You guys are like Everyone shut up. Morons. That was that was Colin oh. Quinn calling into a other podcast. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Mario's texting. This until is what Mario call comes back. I appreciate Soli's Costume changes every point of the show. Yeah, it's it's been like that every week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like your blurry uh, camera, Paul. Mario does this. Uh, yeah. Too. He goes, like, you got like, to wipe the camera. <laughs> like. Yeah, you got to do some Vaseline on there. A little. <laughs> Steven, can, can you lower hey, your volume hey, a little bit, Steven? Well, oh, hey, what's just up? Blow, just clean it a little. Just a little bit. Yeah, you're a little tinny. We're off the rails, everybody, and we're live from the garage here on Radio. <laughs> just began. Uh, good interview there. Appreciate it. Right, good job, John. Very nice. Uh, the last thing written in the chat box was uh, "fuck Steve Harvey." So I don't know what's that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why someone's so mad at like that guy. Man. I mean, you is know, that, I'm is not that the radio nope chat box. You mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, what we're broadcasting on. You give me yeah. shit, and then I look at the Mario's fucking. Uh, <laughs> Well, actually, John, we have three different chat boxes going. We have a Radio Note chat box, we have a Facebook chat box, then we have our own Zoom chat box. Oh, uh, is so. the Facebook thing working now? No. They're chatting all over yes. the place. Yeah, we got back with when Rami came up. Nice, good job. On. We'd like to thank our booking, promotion, and uh, uh, IT and talent wrangler department, which is Adam. Yeah. And Paul, that, Adam that, and Paul. No, 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 that's Adam. That's, that's all Adam. Paul. No, Paul that's all Adam. That's all Adam. Well, let me tell oh, you. Oh, right I know there. we're on. I know we're on Facebook right now, but fuck him because that shit was a pain in the ass. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> buddy. Sorry. Yeah. I, I I just got a text from Rami and it said he was stoked to be on the show. Oh, so cool, man. Yeah. Oh, very. It's a, yeah. Maybe the nicest guy we've had on yes. the show besides yeah. uh, Ryan. He, he literally is the <laughs> nicest guy ever. <laughs> Sean, did you get a caller ID on that incoming call? I, 
Eight yeah. or six, do seven. I, do I sound better? Do I sound oh, you sound great. Much better. Oh, much yeah. better. Yeah. Yes, I what's, can clarify. What's better, this or? No, we can't hear you at all. The I'm going to say the first one, Pete. Okay. <laughs> the second one was silence. So, yeah, the first one. No, but, John, you couldn't sound bassier if you if you tried. And I don't think it's because you're knobs. I think that something is just oscillating in and out. No, no, don't no. hurt all the snakes. Uh, John, the John snakes, is trying so out for Shana Na. The grass. How, no snakes. How about now, uh... Just as bad. Just as bad. Do a little sha na John. But John, I think I don't think it's the board. I think something's happening with the signal. It's just going in and out. You know, like it's like bassy, not bassy, bassy, not bassy. You know? Uh, it doesn't really. Oh wait, wait a second. That's a bassy, not bassy at Glassland. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice reference. How about now? They open up better. Good, 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 right. good, good. I think it's just because I'm. Depressed. It's not the base. You have a deep, sexy voice like Lou Rawls. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. Both of you and Marius are great. You'll never find. Back home wrong as you may. Let's have a, a come on, sing, John. Yes. Back home wrong. Gully sewing <laughs> his guns. <laughs> you guys want some news? My favorite yeah, part of the, the uh, my favorite part of the interview was when Tommy advocated for landlords. Now go ahead with the news. <laughs> yes, actually, I feel strongly about. You that. don't like, understand. God. Some of these guys are suffering. I'm, I'm sorry, I think Tommy, I pushed back on that pretty good. For merch, so. Well, that's different. That's business. Don't worry. A, a, a year ago, he thought Elon Musk was cool. A year, for a year from now, we'll get him. We'll get him back on the landlord. There's yeah, don't worry. Well, we'll land, you know. Still basic. Anyway. I'd like to quote my you good friend. You don't understand. They bought land. Yeah, Fuck you him. know, I, so they got a building, and I got to fix it. Well, listen, it's a business. It's a business. Before, before you go on to the news, I have this is true. The we're being caught in the middle. We're being expected. Who? Landlords? No, not landlords. People in the middle. I'm going to burn your house I'm down. Not, give a fuck. I say let's lynch the landlord, man. Thank All you, right, Jello good. Being Thanks for being on But I'm right talking about something else. Is there I, a guillotine you could operate yourself? I said to you the other day, John, that I had this Suicide. problem with my son's bus company. They charged us $3,000. <laughs> this is a company that's been in existence for 40 years, has made $8 million, $7 million plus a year on their records. And what? We paid for it. I their- can make that much money driving a bus around? I told you hey, this. On we, records? We paid for their bus. If you have kids who go to Bronx Science, you pay $3,000 a year tried that. for yeah, their I bus. Know. <laughs> 3 dollars a year for the So now they- I know, but I, that's what, that, listen, that's what I said, Pete. And then when you break it down, it's like, but he goes over a bridge. 16 bucks a day. To Bronx Science. That's 16 well, bucks a day. Do, like, it's a good 200 days of school. That's crazy. Here's the point. Pull the mic closer to your mouth. They want us to pay for next year three grand, and they said they're going to prorate the time we didn't use them. We didn't use them for sixty days, so I'm thinking we're going to get eleven hundred dollars. That's prorated. We get back hundred and twenty-four dollars. I wrote them a strongly worded letter. I I cut and paste Dear their Lisa, annual happy smile annual, their annual income of eight million dollars. They've been in existence <laughs> for thirty-eight years. They should have some money. Would you open up, up the books? Adam. I did, and I said I don't want to pay. The full amount. I want to help the bus drivers and all the people you're keeping on the payroll. But I don't think giving us in the middle, the consumer, telling us we're supposed to get 1100 and you give us 124 I don't know if you fully um, – and, okay, I get it. But it's I don't about know if, I don't know if you I don't know if you fully um, grasped, like, how you morphed into the oldest man ever, like, complaining to the writing letters and stuff. I did. Like, I wrote like, them as I'm not, I don't want to say it was overnight, but uh, – you really need to go back to work, dude. I'm like that guy in Buffalo who threw himself at the police. 
you're an agitator. Jesus Christ. I love that man. God bless him. And he forgave the police because he's an old school socialist. Thank you. I wonder what he thinks about the bus bill. So, yeah, I'm, so I'm, Mario, Mario, I'm surprised Mar- he, did, Mario. he didn't like, bust out the like uh, show reviews for uh, Rami. He but threatened to sue me last week when I fired him if I played his voice on the show. I have That's my intellectual property. Yeah, listen, buddy, you sue me. <laughs> First of all, as soon as you, as soon as I turn, as soon as I turn your mic up, that's right. They get the sponsor's going to sue us too. It's going to be good. Uh, Thank you for mentioning that, Pete. I'll mention them before I start the news. We we got one, the one sponsor who sues people for a living. That should work out good. Mario threatened to sue me if I played his, and he was serious too. I was not. He goes, I "I got all day. I'll wear a suit. I'll be there. (laughs) It's going to be hard to wear a suit with two fucking broken legs. That's right. That's all you got is violence. Sue me. You try to take food out of my kid's mouth. I was just trying to. Good luck. You better look both ways when you get out of the front door, motherfucker. Sir, I will not. I will not debase myself to fighting. We live in a civil society. Fighting. There's going to be no fight. Take care of my problems in a civil matter. You're not going to know where. You're not going to know when. You never see it coming. When I'm at the ball game and I refuse to stand up for the national anthem and the fans are throwing shit at me, I just don't fight them. You're finally. You're finally. You're finally going to be. Able to sit in the handicap se- section legitimately <laughs> when I'm done with you. Over. What, 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 do you, what do you think I care? I don't want to fight. People. That's why I staged the protest. I'll probably die next week. I give a shit. I'll I'm slit your throat while you sleep. John, here's the problem with fighting me. I'll stick me. a horse head up your you ass. You hit me. I don't hit you hit back, you. and you feel really There's bad. There's gonna be no I'm a pacifist. I've Listen, been if you're lucky, I'll, it'll be over okay. quick. If you're lucky, if you're lucky. I'm officially threatening you with death. It doesn't matter. I'm willing to take the pain if it just... There's no, I well, hope you learn something from striking another human. You have no idea. I didn't strike you first. No, no. If you I'm going to pull your toenails it. out and feed them to your kids. You're threatening to do it. <laughs> and I say, if you do, I really... I'm going to cut your head off and put as it on much a pike as I love top to of the garage. I love to fight. I mean, hey, I'm a great fighter. I can I'm put you out with you. one punch. Hey, Mario. But I don't do yeah, it because okay. I'm a pacifist. Hey, hey everyone. I play hockey and I slam dance. If you sue me, I... John, <laughs> don't who's uh, gonna find you some old man fish? Oh, making. I mean, Italian don't ruin place. this. Hit just yeah, just let him go. Yeah, let him let him go. Oh, you want Fight some of this, out. Tommy? Too? You want to interrupt me? I'll fucking. I go up to that mountain house. Ring the bell. Ring you the bell. I'll, bing, bing. I'll, I'll, I'll be dressed like a giant squirrel. <laughs> well, John, it's funny. <laughs> you'll be like, "What's that? A squirrel? I'll be in your walls. I'll be in your crawl space. I'll be in your crawl space." Uh, John, it's funny you mention that because uh, I'll make to our... I'll make your kids watch while I. <laughs> Your, There's uh, a cut, gator in your, that somewhere. Cut your foot off and, and feed it to your wife. Why don't you start me. with your, uh, your cable and twist your cable around so it's less muffly. Thank you. Why don't you suck a dick before I kill you, too? <laughs> I uh, succeed my time. I apologize to everyone. There's nothing I can do about the sound. I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's funny, I'm a hot head. John, because uh, according to our sponsors, uh, Friedman and Sanchez. Yeah, fuck them, too. I'll kill them. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I knew it. I'll kill both of them. I'll, I'll make Sanchez watch. Well, I, I, I throw a hump on Freeman. Beautiful. That's It'll, it. It's going to last like five days of torture. So according to our well-paying put your head in vice. sponsors, uh, Friedman and Sanchez is a wonderful uh, personal injury law firm. Yeah. Who, Can uh, I retain them so if John keeps threatening Well, it's only going to be one guy. Salino <laughs> and Barnes. Don't Let me tell you, Tommy, it, <laughs> we, could, we couldn't get an advertiser that's more on brand for the show. Right. All right, Tommy, what, you, have a, you have a sponsor. Well, actually, we do. Our friends at uh, <clears throat> Friedman mm. and Sanchez yeah, they're good. Uh, have been uh, kind enough to uh, sponsor our, the, uh, that, the, everything connected with Live from the Bride. So we just like to give them a quick plug and shout out. They're uh, a personal injury law firm uh, conveniently located in uh, New York City for all your downtown uh, Brooklyn. Downtown Brooklyn, yes. So if you need them, you can find them wherever you call them at uh, 347 934 
Friedmansanchez.com. And that's uh, 347-934-9216. I love there, Stanley Sport. My dad would yeah. take me there as a kid. <laughs> they were actually very involved with the uh, criminal arrests and police brutality. We used to go there all the time, and uh, we'd walk around the store. And uh, oh, the, the grand opening is this weekend. Stephen right. Singer. Realize I just lied to you. Uh, actually, <laughs> John, I don't know if you know this, but uh, they have over $1.2 million in recent settlements. Oh, well, they should give me uh, more than 20 then. They're doing quite well for themselves. Wow. And if they, if, the, if, if they don't win, I don't know if that's true. The first, yeah, the first drink's on them if they don't win. First, first drink's on them. Well, I do know one pizza. of the, uh, the uh, partners, and they do do a lot of uh, criminal justice and police brutality. Well, Mary, it's funny you say that because they specialize in police brutality. according. To and there's website. a lot of business down there. This is like at right $30 now. now. All right, let's go on with the news. <laughs> Do Thank you to our new sponsor. By the way, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Friedman does, Friedman does not. Are they against the landlord? <laughs> hey, they're actually pro landlord, but also anti landlord. Hey, so tell me, what's in the news? Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Friedman and Sanchez can't stand each other. It's been, but but they work together <laughs> for you. <laughs> and now, uh, <laughs> injury attorney, they call attorneys and law. Next week. Why they, why, hey, Friedman and Sanchez, just write me a live read and I'll read it instead of like having a bunch of it's goofs going of, nuts. It's very fluid <laughs> right now. It's very fluid. Don't it's like the uh, Google blame DRI. Mario, John, blame Mario. I mean, you know, I'm supposed to do the live reads because it's funny. Nobody That's knows true. what the show's about. That's true. Exactly. I like you cursing Amy out, though. That's John, we'll have it That's on That's Friedman and Sanchez dot or uh, a law. law. Yeah. This, Actually, the, uh, <laughs> Right, he, he, can you do it commercially? What's the website? I have no idea. John, it's actually oh, yeah. Friedman, FriedmanSanchez.com. We, 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 no we're setting it up. It's a flash player. We just turn on a music. Yo, cities. I'll make every sponsor regret buying a spot in this. That's <laughs> the last thing you do. Listen, my wife said a wise thing tonight. She said the sponsors on Howard Stern's <laughs> show did not care how much Howard Stern goofed on them. Just... You're the best, John, Snapple. and we're better than them. Let's go Make with sure the fucking news. Make sure you explain everything, and here's Tommy. With well, you. my wife is quite wise. I, I want to hear the news. News. <laughs> news. Reporting live from at least six feet away via Zoom video conferencing app, here's Tommy Rockstar with the news, COVID-19 edition. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. Oh, yeah, real quick. Tommy, what's in the news? Lots in the news, guys, lots. And this first story goes out to Stephen Soli. And I, now, can I complain about your microphone now? For yes, down? yes. In fact, yeah. I'll bring it a little closer. Get, get right up to that microphone. Him a little bit. There you go. You're rolling the Let's mids. talk about him. <laughs> turn your cord a little bit. How's that, guy? Is that a little better? I I, I get distracted by Sully's gams. What, what happened? Oh, no. <laughs> Are you wearing a strip club shirt? Money God. What's in the news, Tommy yes, I Rockstar? I am wearing a strip Take club your shirt shirt. off, Sully. No. <laughs> did you did you loot no. the John Vavado store? Mow me. 
<laughs> my purse. Go ahead, Tommy Rockstar, our, the most trusted source in news. That's <laughs> lit news, man. If you say so. At this um, moment in Queens on this show. After a uh, Seattle police precinct <clears throat> Seattle. was abandoned, after a Seattle police precinct was abandoned by local police. Yeah, I saw Brian Musikoff jumping up and down in a cop car over there. <laughs> in Seattle, peaceful pro- protesters peaceful. have successfully taken over a portion of the city where the station was located and have dubbed it the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, otherwise known as Chaz. People station. <laughs> what, what, not, what, Karen, what, not, not Karen. Not Karen. An anagram. Hold anagram? on, can I, Mario? Please. Sorry. You said you weren't going to speak until spoken to. I was right. just another Anna, Anna. Tommy, what does Chaz mean? I don't understand that. Actually, John, so check this out. So I'll start from the beginning. So a there was a community in Seattle that's been formed from an abandoned police precinct. So basically what happened was the protesters drove out the cops mm-hmm. in a police precinct, took over the precinct, and had then made the whole area around it their own independent area called the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Gosh, gotcha. it's another acronym I should have known. Right. Called I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fact exactly. check, fact check. They didn't take over. The police and the government left to let oh, them no, because Mario's Seattle's both. a very progressive. I've, I've hung on in Seattle many times. It's a very progressive city. <laughs> <laughs> they just said, Mario. let's just give them some play space. And they made, Mario, they right. took over after station. they left. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead, Tommy. Anyway, in Seattle, a group of peaceful Seattle. <laughs> a group of peaceful protesters have cornered off several blocks, city blocks, and established an independent zone where artists painted murals, speakers discuss topics of That's racial equality. That's where Mario equality. gets his car parts from zone. I love Seattle. And snacks are being handed out for free with Ooh, virtually no in. police in sight. It's like Animal Farm. Exactly. So, John, there's no cops anywhere. The protesters took over and they won. What do I have to do with this? Well, I don't know. I'm just giving you a shout-out. <laughs> Rock and freedom power That's well, thank you, Tommy. That's, that's the least I could do. I thought you'd appreciate the story. What? I'm In going fact, hungry. Well, it's funny you say that, Paul Hanley, because uh, U.S. President Donald Trump has branded this the society. <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> Fuck. Brand- wait, hold on. I can't. That guy's president. Wow. Back. Back. <sighs> Sorry. Well, according Bad to the idea, if you ask me. <laughs> U.S. President I, Donald wait. Trump. You know, hey, guys, we, should, we never should have voted for that. <laughs> All five of us went down oh, to the polls man. together. And My biggest like, regret. I thought he was going to change America. Me too. Well, Actually, John, on a side note, I'm going to bust away from Money my news God. here for a second. Yes. Uh, I got a tweet today uh, saying that odds makers in Las Vegas have Joe Biden winning 52 to 41 percent in no the uh, election. No yes, way. that's yep. pretty bad in, in Vegas. That's not that's, that's no. what you call a. They're never wrong. A coin when, flip. He, when, when I'm addressed, I would like to be uh, <laughs> uh, afforded an opportunity what do you to speak. Think, John? Howard, where's the money right now? I can tell you, Robert. <laughs> so the yeah, odds makers in Vegas have Biden winning over Trump right now. Yeah, and uh, and Nate Silver gave Hillary Clinton 99 percent chance. Winning. Exactly. I, I'm afraid of polls. Yeah, and and the Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks plus five and a Biden for uh, two, two, uh, give me two nickels two times. I believe Mario. Biden. I'm a harmless Paul. Mario. What is you know we get? Where is Ace, Ace Rothstein still alive from Casino? He would fucking know. You know he's pick a winner. John, That's you, all in my book, there. John, you play. I write every fucking thing down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Play poker, John. I'm sorry, but these guys. Are, Would you I'm, take a 42? Yeah, Every fucking thing I write down. John, I'm you asking are. you a question. Would you take that? That's a coin flipping cards, right? 
Fifty-two I would, I, as a as a gambling man, I would not make the bet at all. No. You no, believe Marriott? Play bullshit. Marriott's fifty-two forty, with the the rest being to another candidate oh, or undecided. I think uh, both of them should get on a horse at Belmont, and whoever wins is stop bothering it. people. I <laughs> in cards, I put my money in at forty percent a lot. Yeah, but it depends on the pot odds. I just hope it doesn't work. I hope no. it doesn't work. If I, you can bet the horses now, right? There's no, just yeah, no, there's nobody no there. Around. Yeah, the, the whole audience people. is horses, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're sitting there with cigars and martinis. Like, oh. Well, John, it's funny you say that because U.S. President Donald Trump has branded the society in Seattle as a group of domestic terrorists and quote-unquote ugly anarchists. You know that guy's never horse. been on a horse. Raise your hand if you've been on the back of a horse. I love horses. I have. Adam, you've you never been on a horse? Never been on a horse. Wow. A- Adam, you lose the Ryan game this week. I do lose the Ryan game. <laughs> I sl- I've never been, been on a horse? Many horses. Oh, Adam. This they- is America, goddammit. News the flash. land of... I don't know. Newsflash, they run faster than people. They're <laughs> slightly faster. Love you, Pete. <laughs> oh, Seattle's- Next week, Seattle- we're going to get Adam on a horse in the garage. That's right. The, 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 the cops have abandoned them. They just give them out. <laughs> up here on the third floor of my building, we'll get the horse right up here. I can't office a horse. Fucking fuck the horse cops, the horse cops. Seattle's mayor, Jenny Durkin, says Trump doesn't (laughs) get it, uh, telling TRN that Chaz uh, is simply a group of people gathering lawfully and exercising their First Amendment right to free speech. No, I think it's a lot lot like um, Occupy, right? Yeah. On a bigger scale. Except they're occupying a Uh, police station. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, we're going to dominate the streets again, he says. I I think we dominate. I know. I think the dictators are going to be there as his opening (laughs) band. (laughs) The uh, the group gathered after Seattle police abandoned the precinct in Capitol Hill neighborhood on Monday and effectively handed the area over to protests. Head for the hills. You know, the, right. the problem, Tommy, is how the right wing is the fear John was talking about is coming full circle. Because if you listen to it on Fox, yep. it is absolute terror. And we need to get in there and show these guys what what the last person to leave the freezing. Take the it's Nazi terrible. flag with you. <laughs> take that stupid blue and black cop flag. Well, Mary, it's Shuck funny you say that because according to me, shove it up your ass. <laughs> From around Dick. the country, Chaz has Pussies. a festival-like energy where uh, people are Go sit in your gathering. house and lock the door. Officer jerk I got, off. I got friends going out there tomorrow. Actually. Yeah, it is like so, a festival. Really? Oh, wait, yeah, this just in. Hold on. Uh, Brian Musikoff just burnt down the church. They're bringing <laughs> kale salad tomorrow. Kale salad, dude. That's what it's all about. Sounds violent. John, when yeah. we they almost brought to, guns. They, they throw avocados really? at the cops. Yeah, they don't need them. It's like, peaceful. When we went know. to Zuccotti yeah. Park, John, wasn't it like it might, a festival? You know. Wasn't it like a, a celebration know. of freedom and not some mayhem that these no. right-wing you people let them know. Uh, well, I'll tell you, Mario. Let you've asked like, me the question. Yeah. Ain't the one. Be like, yo, what's up? What's up? Ain't the one. Good? Yeah. Yeah, what's the answer? The answer is I didn't feel it was a, well, a fun time. I'm there to... But you know, it, it wasn't like people causing mayhem. It was a solidarity no, no, and there's fellowship. Never, there's never. It's, there's never. And been. what was it painted as? And this is what's happening in right. Seattle. If you watch those old CNN interviews, you even see Aaron Burnett sitting down and asking questions to an Occupy protester. Like, oh, like a Jerry song. Goddamn uh, smirk, smirk on her face and like these, these leading questions like everyone's a, a jerk off. And guess what? We were right the whole time and things changed that way. Now who's the jerk off? Aaron Burnett? Yes. Thank you. History will prove them wrong. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Katie was in the... Yeah, seriously, hats off to Larry. Yeah, I want to talk to her again. We're coming to a new America. I hope it sticks. Uh, all right. What's John, the, go ahead, Tom. This story's out of Boston. <clears throat> you got to have the last word every time, huh, Mary? 
don't. After another <laughs> week of intense protests and clashes with police, protesters around the world have shifted their focus to more symbolic gestures of late. Don't this cut was... the head off of that statue, kid! <laughs> this was the case in Boston. Shit. after <laughs> After a stone statue of Italian explorer Christopher oh. Columbus was beheaded. By the way, by Christopher Andrew Columbus oh, never man. stepped foot in America. Genoa's own. Not once. He's never been to New York. <laughs> yes. He, John, he was beheaded by angry protesters this week, along with other controversial figures of history around the country. You know, I have two ways to think about that. Oh, good. One, Let's hear three it's of them. art, and it should, have, it should be put in museums or in a place where you could actually quantify it and educate <laughs> people to the mistakes. His actual live taxidermied Christopher Columbus. Is, that shit is bronze. Bring it in for scrap metal. Stop throwing it in the wood. Yeah, it's the same thing with you and, you and, you and Cuomo. Like, they're like, hey, yeah, cut down Robert E. Lee, and then Cuomo and Mario are like, oh, oh, let's yep, slow down exactly. here. That's, that's good. That's good. Now that's Italian. Somebody, mm-hmm. no matter what his political stance with, made that statue. He carved it. Gone with the Wind and those statues are art. Yeah, you ever watched Gone with the Wind? Yet. That movie sucks. I don't think yeah, that movie is It's really horrible. bad. I've never watched it. Oh, my God. I just know it's that one of the Even I've seen it, Mario. Western civilization. I guess that's why. It's it's it's, uh, it's art made to support. I, I mean, I, I tried to make it, and I, I tapped out after five hours. I know. It's art uh. made. To, it's propaganda. It's art made to uh, support. No, but, but aside from that also, I think it should be noted that the movie is just but some oh, shit. some poor oh, Italian oh, guy carved oh, that Christopher Columbus statue, yeah. and now there's you feel there's bad art. for the guy who carved the statue a million years ago. No, he's, he's gone. He's, he's he's forget it. It's over. Statue's gonna stay. But it's just well, it's just what we're saying. We're, we're a slippery. Sl- I'm gonna look into this. This is a As slippery slope. My God, get out of here with this. <laughs> slippery well, John, slope. Say that because, Give uh, a fuck about a statue. Yeah, well, fuck that statue. Until, get the fuck out of here. with Until Big Brother comes and starts destroying all literature. First they came but, for the statues, then they came for you. Well, Mario, it's well, funny you say that. Put a statue of Gary the limo oh, yeah. driver up there. <laughs> I see my time to Tommy. Well, Mario, it's funny you say that because Boston Police Chief Jay O'Malley. Oh, I can't play the things. They sound weird. I don't know Jay, what Nothing to see here. Keep Just it moving. play them. The, the, the. The, the Boston people, they fucked it up. Listen, it sounds weird. Oh, man, we're calling the Coast Guard. The whole sounds good to us. Does it? Oh. Yeah. It yeah. Sounds Holy good. shit, Jay. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking flounder. Well, the Boston police. What, what about the uh, statue of Mark Wahlberg that made out of matchsticks? Is that, is that not on fire? Boston Police Chief Jay O'Malley told TRNN that the stone statue will temporarily be removed. And Jay O'Malley, he's going to come in and change things, bro. I'll bust some heads. Bust some heads. Fuck, you know, he's, he's saying people run around and fucking all them. Fuck you. Burn, I, I, I'm not only uh, my, uh, a statue, bur- just burn Boston. Fuck the whole place. <laughs> no, Cut the heads it. off of the real people. Are you calling for, like, some sort of revolution in Boston? Eh, nobody's listening. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, just, that is a unique. You know, you know? I don't think anybody. I'll give you that, Mary. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's only, yeah, it's almost like something. Yeah. Your answer was even better. <laughs> uh, they're going to put it in storage as the public opens up discussions about quote their historic meaning of the statue and decide if we should storage. go back or not. <laughs> I just wanted to end up on storage wars, <laughs> like the head, the head of Christopher Columbus. <laughs> yep. Can we focus? Can we focus on the Confederacy and leave the poor Italians alone? <laughs> now, see, that, Jesus. Uh, Jesus. Uh, they all got to go, Mary. The oh, statue well, was the statue had no me. head. How much? All right. So how much are we talking I got about? Got a Paul Revere head here. <laughs> got a statue oh, we, we with no head on it, and the sign is the lights haven't worked since 1980s. Because Chris Pizzatic is here. <laughs> Statue Actually, rescue. 
The statue rescue. <laughs> Got birds shitting all over it. The nose is missing the from mind? the sphinx. I'm, I'm re- <laughs> and you re- think you're going to draw a crowd? I'm reforming. It's too the, hot. I'm reforming the monument, men. The monument, the sta- men. <laughs> the statue was surrounded by crime scene tape as the, head, as the head laid lifeless on the ground next yeah. to its face. Uh, with some yeah, boss- hit you. a lifeless head of the statue. <laughs> As a what it was, it was animated before, like the An country animated. bears. Statue, statue. With some Boston bystanders in disbelief, seeing the crestfallen. Holy shit! I don't believe. <laughs> His head is gone. His head is oh, gone. Oh shit, Jay! <laughs> Isn't that? Do you look at this shit? <laughs> oh my fucking god! Sequence of the Simpsons. What is that thing? It looks hurt. Yeah, they chopped up the head of Jebediah Springfield. <laughs> His head is gone, exclaimed local man Mike DeFario. Oh, I know. Oh, Mike. Yeah. DeFario, good people. <laughs> Look what they did to his head, he said. Look what they did. <laughs> he didn't hurt nobody. Right. <laughs> Stacks is minding his own business. Right. Yeah, every asshole also, in Boston is, is looking at this shit. Nobody's got a mask. Yeah, every every fucking racist in Boston, where they go to that statue every day and pay respect. To oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm so angry about the statue of the guy I just googled two <laughs> seconds ago. I don't think anybody pays attention. They just go sit there because there's a place to. How sit. do you spell Robert E. Lee? Is it two E's? <laughs> fucking what moron. What do you stand for? Do you well, sit there because you're in, there to in, cop in England, like, you see a bunch of guys. Of... They're trying to fish the goddamn statue out of the, the uh, London Bridge. Man, that was beautiful. Well, Mario, according to legend, Columbus is considered. Why do you keep addressing the... Mario? I don't know. I'm trying to shut him up. Uh, That's Columbus the opposite. Is... All right, okay. Columbus is considered to be one of the first Europeans in the New World. By the way, I just cut Mario's head off. <laughs> Who's your favorite explorer, and why is it Vasco da Gama? Maybe I should get into sculpting next, Mario. Yeah, That's right. Dude. Maybe they could tear down your masterpieces hundreds of years after I'll, you I'll put racist soap oh, carvings God. all over this Please, goddamn... Please, Mario. Make a fun statue. <laughs> well, listen, maybe he'll yeah, make maybe enlightened statues, but we'll live in a political state. When, you're de- when my kids are my age, there's going to be like, they'll be chopping up the head of the, the Elon Musk uh, in Columbus <laughs> exactly. Circle. Right. Dad of the year, Elon I mean, Musk. Do, are the Germans upset that there's not they're not honoring their Nazi heritage? I don't think so. No, uh, yes, if you read anything about it, they've completely erased it and they put yes. in jail. And we should not around. be honoring our Confederate right. heritage because they lost. We're on the same you're, page. You're a loser. Well, Mario, it's funny you say that because Columbus is considered to be one of the first oh. uh, Europeans in the New World, oh. credited by discovering America. However, his critics yeah, he say went that- to the Caribbean. He thought it was yeah. not uh, some other place. He's a moron. Yeah, he right. made yeah. he made a mistake. It's, he thought he, he was going a... to India, and he ended up. Why can't the... Why can't yeah. you like uh, make a mistake? He's and... like a typical Italian. When you try to come to my house, like go like two blocks. <laughs> end up in Staten Island. I show up in support. Ah, here I am. I've discovered Staten Island. I show up in support Pakistani family and say, "I will declare you." Vasco de Gramos. <laughs> However, Columbus's critics say that the trip was actually uh, initiated the, the transatlantic slave trade that persisted for hundreds of years after his death. Yeah, he's years. Bad but he guy. didn't. He didn't initiate yep. the slave trade. No, he did, Mario. He did. A lot of people well, say that he stopped initiated. defending. He did he Christopher? Did, uh, thank you for ed- educating me on that. I'll yeah, look and at also, Mario I thought he only Columbus slaughtered uh, Native Americans. Now, now I have to yeah, think about it. Actually, John, you just read my next line. Columbus is also criticized for yeah. his violent treatment of Native Americans of and killing them. At least he didn't cut a head off a statue. Yeah. They were what you call a... How the fuck do you come over here like 10 times and not sink? <laughs> this is exactly. A, somebody drill a hole in that shit with one of those hand drilled... <laughs> what? what? I'm thinking a wood boat, like one plank, it's over. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, back in New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo said on Thursday that he did not. Oh, he said, what did he say? Uh, oh, say he's a good that. Italian. He said, uh, manga. exactly. Mario, he said he did not believe that this, this New York City's prominent statue of Christopher Columbus should be removed and pointed out its importance of the Italian-American community. Yeah, and then he opened up all the pizza places. It is. I mean, Cuomo. it is kind of a heritage thing for a lot of Italian-Americans. That's true. It has nothing to do mm. with his his nefarious background. Well, that's what Cuomo said, Mario. He said Cuomo was asked by Tyrannan on Thursday at a press conference whether it was time for the statue, which, by the way, stands at uh, the city's Columbus Circle uh, subway stop to go. It's called Columbus Circle. We should rename it. Not anymore now. It's Chuck E. Cheese Square, motherfucker. (laughs) It's going to be John Gotti Square. That's a good Italian. They shot, uh, what's his name? Who was the boss of the family there? He got to... uh, No, he started... uh, he started being. I had no idea. He started oh, uh, stepping put, line. Putting, putting himself out there, and uh, they shot him right there. Big, uh, yeah, look it up. All right. Yeah. Well, he never came out of the coma. Yeah. The quote from Cuomo yeah, was yeah. I understand the feeling. Wait, about Tommy, Christmas. I'm sorry you sent me the. Uh, I have the quote for Cuomo. Oh, you have it? Okay, good. Tell me. <laughs> Are you going to do a professional read? Yes. <laughs> Go get your fucking shine back. <laughs> uh, here's, here's the governor's. So oh, yeah, I guess it's when they set the beds. $27. Governor Cuomo, he does, the, uh, he does well, his I've press read. conferences in English and Italian. A lingo. Stay forward. Stay forward, Baba. Stay forward. His English translation uh, translates to I understand the feelings of Christopher Columbus and some of his acts, which what? nobody would support. Right. H- however, like all of them. Except, except for oh. when he discovered the place close to America. That, that guy didn't do shit. Said Cuomo, who was Italian. He was just first. However, Listen, I get a piece of no, wood, go on the water, first. too, and float around. Who gives a shit? Um, Americo Vespucci, another great yeah, Italian-American, well. was credited right. with no. actually coming to America well, first. Let's go to, you want to no. play the Leif Erikson game? That's true. Game? That's, that was the first Leif man Erickson. who landed on North You don't have to choice. discover something. People already fucking live there. Well, they didn't discover it. It's like me telling... I always told my students, it's yeah. like... You can't go on point to, like, to north, a bunch Magellan, of people right now. say, point I discovered north. you. Uh-huh. you That's discover, the Ryan game. Point you north. You didn't discover people who were already there. That's yeah. true. true. Go north. follow a star off the end of the flat earth, you pricks. Well, Cuomo added... I'm sorry. I'm not statue, that angry. I'm... Cuomo added, but the statue has come to represent and signify the appreciation of the Italian-American contribution to New York. So yeah. for that reason, I support it. By the way, I just we're, me and Mario are going tomorrow to cut the statue, uh, the Mario Cuomo statue. <laughs> off with his head. In Washington Joe Square Park. Yeah, he guy named his uh, bridge after his dad. Okay. I, do, I do have a question for the panel. What about come NASCAR did a very important thing. And what yep. do you think? There's going to be protests and there are going to be a lot of yahoos trying to sneak in banners, very drunk. Do you think there's going to be a scene when NASCAR... Scene, when the NASCAR Season opens. I think a lot of uh, supporters of NASCAR are stoked to see that, man. I don't know. Yeah, but, but what about the ones who revel in the ability to go there and hoist the... Uh, well, fuck uh, those people. John, do you know what Mario's talking about? Yes, I do. Uh, the cars that go around in a circle, you're not allowed to bring a Confederate flag. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> this is a, this is a, I hate Oh, NASCAR. look, he's faster. I hate NASCAR, but I think this is an amazing... <laughs> Uh, the fact that they came out with that statement, I tip my hat to them. Right. I think it's a beautiful. Uh, one, thing. one guy quit, and uh, apparently, like it was a big deal. Like, you, but then you read that he's like, he's a loser. It's like Cole Ford. He, yeah, he can't he's never won a race. He can't even get. He can't even get it to turnover. No, I have a. Uh, I've been to the Rumble I'm race. I'm I'm go. 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 Give yeah. me a push. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been a demolition like derby. Like 100 miles an hour in a circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. it's yeah. loud as fuck. Yeah. A lot of beer, a lot of beer. Know, I think, wild. I think Wild. Like, yeah. just do, I think do it's good. I mean, you know, if, like, if I showed up to the... If in I, the middle, in the middle of the thing. In that, like, yeah. I've gone to demolition derbies. Those are pretty cool. Stay in the middle. I'm going to do derbies. Monster truck rallies. If I went to Monday, Monday, Monday. If I went to a Mets game... With a Nazi flag, they're not going to let me in flying around. So they won't even exactly. let you in with a banner. They won't anymore. let me in at all. They let you in <laughs> with a. Be so few. sick. They only let me in with a Coca-Cola cap on Mario, your Mario, uh, uh, right. since Brian's not here and there's no game, what does NASCAR stand for? Oh, you have three seconds. National a game. Association <laughs> of Stock car AR. Automobile There's seven guys in the show. Maybe together we can figure it out. Yeah, just so if we all talk at the same time, maybe we'll get it. I love. Anyway, I was going to quit this show many times, but then I realized nobody would care. So I'm like that driver. No, no, you can can quit. I can't. I realized nobody would care if I quit. So sorry, Soli. Money God. (laughs) I'm just playing, baby. All right, Tommy, go ahead. This story goes up to Mario. Oh, good. We, we, it's about time we heard from uh, A man from New England won a legion of fans hey. online last, last week when he, re- when he revealed that uh, he had been in solitary retreat for over 75 days, only to return in late May with a triumphant tweet of, did I miss anything? <laughs> <laughs> the, the hermit of uh, Manchester. Exactly. You should have stayed uh, out for another year. Holy Dan- shit, it's a new world now. I should have stayed in the fucking world. Dan Lumley uh, cut himself off from society in a remote cabin in northwest. <laughs> one, one, one down. He had a, so cool. he had a David Thoreau moment. Go ahead. He did in, uh, yeah, in northwestern Vermont as a part of a Buddhist monastic. monastic Speak into the microphone, Tommy, please. Sorry, a, a Buddhist monastic. Speak into the mic. Back in early March, prior to hearing the a news. A Buddhist of what? Monastic. Monastic. Oh, oh okay. M O N A S T I C. Yep. It needs to uh, show Lumley, feelings for others. Lumley, a podcaster and philosopher. Uh, Everyone's was, got a fucking goddamn podcast. <laughs> was completely disconnected from the outside world and free of any news cycles for 75 straight days when he finally logged back into Twitter as the world was struggling to cope with the coronavirus. I think we should do that on this podcast. Everyone take a bow of silence. Uh, <laughs> Imagine yeah, like waking up. Man. Oh, shit. Kobe's oh, dead. shit. Like, yeah, but dude, guys, think about that. Seventy-five freaking days is crazy town. It's a month and a half. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. That's fine. Where did he go to isolate himself? And yeah, uh, in, Ver- in, a, in a cabin in northwestern Vermont, John. Oh wow, it sounds horrible. I've only yeah. done. I wish every jerk off didn't bother me for two and a half months, <laughs> and like it would be the best. I've done. Uh, pull, pull out the bed of the couch. <laughs> yeah. I've done three and a half months in isolation. Really? Yeah. What I are you lost, talking about? Well, I lost my mind and I that? made a deal with my sister that if I don't fix myself, that I would go into rehab. <laughs> and I stayed home for three and a half months and didn't listen or do or talk to anybody. What age were you when you, this happened? I, I think it was right before I was 30 or 40. One you, of thought those, you had a nervous breakdown? I did. I oh, my God. Sick. I'm sorry. That's all right. It was, oh, quite, hey. it was quite helpful. <laughs> you know, you get to wrestle with yourself. And, I mean, and, and it was good. And then I, I remember when I... My first step out was Paul Simon concert. So if you look up when Paul Simon played Central Park, I left my up. house for the first time. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I, didn't, I gave up everything for three and a half months. What was the main problem? Was you went to go see America. Addicted to and drugs? And I went to or? Paul Simon. Uh, you, no, I, had, I was getting to a point in my life where I was doing so many things that I realized that if I ever wanted to, 
have a normal life. I needed to stop, and I was caught, kind of my subconscious self telling me it's time to flip out and get over this shit. You really do so learn something new every day. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> so I went to this concert. All right, uh, that's I met, all. Let's go to, I met who's some got drunk Simon girls. Tickets. I drove them to the Upper East Side to a couple of bars. I just escorted them back and forth, took them home. And you know what? Slowly but surely, I got back to abnormal. Oh, I don't mean to uh, make light of your mental illness. That's, that's terrible. Three and, and a half months. Uh, Three and a half months. So wait, in, where'd you go? I just stayed in the basement. <laughs> in the basement. Oh, your parents' house. Hell yeah. No, and it was, it was, it was the house I have now. It was my apartment in the basement. And, really? But I did go into you the You weren't married at this point. No, I knew if I wanted to ever get married, I needed to and stop. And this is like pre-internet. So did you have a, so you have, you don't, there was no phone or anything like that? Just, well, Mario, it's funny you say that because the men's story went viral. Speak into the microphone, Tommy. Uh, you can I do- am speaking into the microphone. Now you are. Yeah, now yeah. you are. Wait. Uh, for the first time ever, Mario has told something compelling. Yeah, and right, you want to do the news? He wants to move no, on. It's all right. Move on. <laughs> this is my slot. Go ahead, Tommy. The man's go had ahead. a nervous breakdown. All right, Mario, go on. That's please. one of many. All right, go ahead, Tommy. It's all right. What, what it's trivial. It happened. It's over. It made me a better man. Go ahead, Tommy. Don't get I'm upset, Tommy. I'm glad you're here, buddy. Take it deep. I love, and I'm glad we're all here. Let's go. The men's story went viral as many wondered what would it be uh, what would be his biggest questions and reactions to the news that occurred while he was uh, meditating, sleeping, walking, and eating alone in a rural space. Many joked that nothing had changed, but others chimed in saying that he's missed uh, history on steroids. The, thir- <laughs> the 33-year-old was compared to Rip Van Winkle, the fictional character who falls asleep in the Catskills and wakes up 20 years later Winkle. in the United States. I love that. I love yeah, that area of the Catskills. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I guess it was like nine, maybe. Yeah. Uh, two years. Yeah, Rip Van Winkle. Yeah, well, it's right next to Sleepy yeah, Alice. Yeah, that would be nuts. Wait, who's president? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on. After a few days of back in society, Lumley told TRN... <laughs> He, he, By the way, next that. week, the manager of Rip Van, Win, Van Winkle <laughs> he got a new people, book out, My Life with Eddie Van Halen's brother-in-law. He noticed that people in the grocery store seemed to quote a little more anxious than I remember, and Tommy's, a lot of people are wearing masks. So. A little closer, please. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just very, yeah, there you go. Thanks. Wait, did he get did he get kicked out of a grocery store for not wearing a mask? Did he get a, did he assault a, a clerk at a grocery you store? You can't sleep in here. He's not wearing a mask. I write. He just kind of noticed that people were kind of a little more anxious. Rip Van Winkle's yeah. my hero. If no one woke me up, I would sleep the entire. He should just life. go back to that cabin. That's what <laughs> I would do. I would just do a one eighty. By the way, he back. died in a Rip Van. Get some more H and hit the cabin. See him through more months. <laughs> no, you're in there, Van Winkle. Well, thanks Van. for that story, Tom. Now I remember that I actually had a nervous breakdown. I had put that behind me. <laughs> Well, I think therapy. you're 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 about due. You like the yellow. I need a right. therapist. <laughs> Another stint in the basement. Get it out, buddy. Get it out. Most of you need therapy. Oh. <laughs> we all do. Listen, man, this is this is it. This story is has anyone actually been to therapy here? <laughs> this is yes. Raise your hand. Yeah, so, yeah. I wish I would love to. many many times. Yeah, love I don't it. have the good. I don't have the Great. good insurance. Adam's never been to therapy or rode a horse. I think you pay. Could... I pay out of pocket. You know? oh. No, we don't go to therapy. Yeah, insurance no. for that Italian man, culture. Let me, That's a sign of weakness. Let me ask you, Soli. Uh, ser- serious question. Um, if you don't mind me asking, out of pocket is how expensive is that? Uh, like, what do you sliding scale? Tell me. All right. For, for there. Who, the who's the biggest asshole you ever met in rock and roll? Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Steven, Tommy. I can, I, Steven, I can help you get that therapy for free through uh, your state's social services if you want to help you on that. Are I you could, a landlord? What? No. I'm I could kidding. use some help. 
Yeah. Mario, you I too. think it's you working out therapy, great for I'll all of us. Yeah, take, baby, take care of Mario. By the way, if you go on patreon.com slash barrage, uh, you get a free horse. Listen, what, man's, eat, for, man's eating biscuits right Whatever now. therapist takes me on is going to become like world famous just going on tour telling my story. Yeah. They can't, Mario. It's hippo. be a case study. Go ahead, Tommy. What else is in there? Uh, this story's out of Hollywood. <laughs> oh, the glitz and the glam. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest asshole I ever met in rock and roll was Steve Albee. <laughs> <laughs> Fashion icon. I see right through you, Steve Albini. Fashion forward. Uh, in the midst of the political political crime, political climate, he uh, came up with a T-shirt over the long sleeve shirt. <laughs> I see right through you, no Steve Albini. No one was wearing jumpsuits before Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leather, leather, like weird gender queer in a big hat in a leather fluid jacket, like yeah, mad fluid. I have a full, high and tight haircut. The, the mustache glasses. I have an anagram for him. Oh Devo. Uh-huh. All right. Oh a general God. contempt for humanity. Go ahead, Tommy. In the midst of the current political climate, Paramount Networks has decided to finally dump the long-running true crime reality TV show series Bar Pops. Rescue. No. You call this a show? We're on the Paramount Network now, and we're renewed. <laughs> Please, man, don't give me no break. Stop. I'm standing away from the mic. Yeah. Did you hear back from Tapper yet? Tapper yet? Or no? We're working on it. Um, but, no, they, they dumped cops, guys, after a long, Good. long 30 years. I thought it already was canceled. It was on? Well, no. Last time they killed show. someone that was... Yeah, well, I started here. watching that show. I stopped watching that show like 10 years ago because it's fucking... It's a terrible, it's awful, awful thing. I hate that. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's read a book. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Let's put a show on a where book. cops <laughs> beat up fucking poor people. Yeah. The show was already I just temporarily, made up ten years on the, the show was already to watch TV. The show was already temporarily pulled from the cable channel after nationwide shut it down. and racism following the death of George. Can Floyd we cancel cops like not the show too? <laughs> now the network confirms to TRN that the no. series has been permanently shelved. What however. about the guy whose kid got decapitated? Does that show still? That's on? Christopher Columbus. Most Americans <laughs> don't want it. Wasn't his kid like? Oh, John uh, Taffer, I think. John Walsh. John Walsh. He's like, oh, okay, if somebody cut my kid's head off. Let me uh, yeah, lock a bunch of people up. Oh, it's like a Mets guy, like America's Got Police yeah, or something. Yeah. Listen, called, get right? over yeah, it. Rat, rat out these criminals. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know what? I'm going to dedicate my life to being a fucking snitch. Dedicate yeah, my yeah. life to licking the boot. Yeah. Real shake-off Licking the boot. Uh, quote, cops is dead and we don't have any current or future plans for it to return, said network spokesman Chip Brillstein, who told me <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> his name, dude. Bert Bernie's child, Chip. Chip. Hell Bernie's yeah. half-brother. Hell yeah. Brillstein uh, my said, boss's name is Chip. I don't know if I can jump out a window. Brillstein said the cops is headed to its 33rd season. Oh. Had it's like the Simpsons, one. but just beating the shit out of a poor people. <laughs> aired more than 1,000 episodes. Uh, but the series premiered in 1989 and ran for 25 seasons straight on Fox. That's we're, we're almost caught up to them. The policeman that was like the one no show break. I was not allowed to watch. By the way, really? um, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Like, no, good. Yeah, watch that. It's awful. Yeah. By the way, the yeah. they still haven't canceled the live PD thing. And, by, they and did. that, they did. did they? Because it's yeah. horseshit. What is that, John? Yeah. What is I'll it? tell yeah, you what, it's 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 yeah. all in the name. It's a, it's like cops, but it's supposed to be live, and they yeah, go back like and forth. It's like cops on IG Live. But let me ask you this, my friends. How could it be live if when I turn on the closed caption, the words are there? Uh, computer AI, AI. 
they got they got someone there doing it. It's uh, like 2020. John. In real that's time? <laughs> what? Someone's time. typing. It's like Mario texting you his iPhone. It's like the news. This is an episode John. of they LA News. Law, close caption. That's like, in real time. And that's a. I just had a Mario moment. <laughs> in 2013, we're Fox much canceled. the same. Wait, you're saying this? Can... <laughs> Keyboard. I mean, you you did get mad about voting last week. <laughs> and fact checking. I would like to also get and angry raising about your hand trivial. in a Zoom room. You were very Tommy, upset about that. Yes, Tommy. Legit question: Was Cops the first reality TV show? You know, that's a decent Ooh, no. question. Survivor. No, before the real world. No. Wait, real world. Real world was considered the first. No? no, there was a, there was an old Channel Thirteen show. Survival. Oh, okay. In the oh, you're right. Late seventies, that was very like that reality. was credited for starting. I guess yeah, it's like the birth Pete, of hip hop. I, I don't to point. I don't want to break like this to you, Pete, but Gilligan's Island was was a Gilligan's fiction. Island. <laughs> you know, uh, I say real world with cops yeah. definitely. Gilligan's Island's a show for jerk off. <laughs> uh, Adam, Two jerk they're pioneers. They're pioneers like, in the space. Yeah. The real world and cops. Yeah. For sure. You might as well put Christopher Columbus you on Gilligan's Island. You call this a tiki bar? You got two coconuts and no buttons. You call yourself a professor? You call this? electricity i changed the name to, to fun time island you like it yeah it's good well the band who did the, the theme song did actually did quite well and that that are close your eyes to, uh, it's a harlem globe drop. this is a three-hour tour of this fucking show and i'm gonna sink in 2013 fox canceled the show and the cable network spike tv picked it up oh yeah <laughs> Uh, bro, bro we, we, we got you. Beacon of TV. In 2017, however, the show celebrated its thousandth episode with a live ho- uh, special host with uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Terry Crews. Uh, that guy's very. Look, that guy does a, we- a lot of weird, weird problematic yeah, shit. Of weird yeah. He's out of nowhere. It's like, shut up, dude. What are you talking I about? I do like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, like, oh, you like all cop like uh, show. Listen, no, no, no. stop. What, I can I get- I'm turning you off because you're not letting me talk. All right, and I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna fix your bar. <laughs> we'll say fuck Paw Patrol too. Right. You still doing? Yeah, fuck that cop. Listen, Paw Patrol. The, all no, these shows no, that no, n- normalize no, this this cop shit, Paw Patrol, Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, Blue T- Bloods, uh, Red T- Bloods, TJ Hooker, like The Wire, which is still on. Look for it on the Paramount Network. Elsewhere, turn your mic up because Thank you. The <laughs> Fuck these shows and like, oh, what's a fun time, Tom? You tell me Fuck to shut you up, but you keep. I hear you trying to talk over me while I'm talking. You understand? Hawaii six zero. I watch you. Go ahead, Mario. I I agree with you, but Brooklyn Nine Nine is just comedy. Oops. It's a comedy. And it's well, they should do it at a library. And or it something. also has some good right. social messaging within it. Yeah. It's like social the, message for you. You're like saying, I don't, I don't approve of the military, and MASH sucks because of that. Come well, on. All right. You got a little bit of a point there. Yeah. In 28 Hey, those Spike people in MASH, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I just talk like John Tavern. <laughs> in my side is anyway. They got. They, yeah, well, all right, fine. The movie version of MASH is great. Yeah. I thought for a second you were going to say there's a movie version of Bar Rescue. Cool. I almost fell out of my chair. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is no way as good <laughs> as Rescue MASH, but it's the same principle. No, it's not, because cops volunteer for that shit. I love MASH That's the right. movie. MASH was in, you were inducted. Well, Some MASH the movie is great. Yeah. North Korea was a forgotten war, and many of our f- grandfathers <laughs> should be honored for participating. In hey, thank you. MASH potatoes. God bless America. Too. I succeed my time to John Houlihan. Well, Mario, it's funny you say that because uh, in 2018, Spike TV rebranded the network as Paramount Network, which has now pulled the show. 
And according to Chief McFiddler, that's the news. Oh, really? That's it? Good job, Tommy. Good job. Wow. Uh, I'm off the news page, sorry. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking, nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. Chief McFiddler added... Appreciate it. Good job on the news, Tommy. And, Thanks, uh, bud. I appreciate you know, it. And you, actually, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, drum roll and a gong, I have a game if you want. Yeah. You, you got it all tonight. Why not? A little disappointed oh. in the lack of alligators. but uh, Yeah, I can't do an alligator every time. There's always something going on in the alligator world, dude. You just got to you gotta go on uh, Bing. <laughs> oh, Bing. I oh. told you go. It's still here. I'm like, Christopher Columbus week. found that search engine. It's called <clears throat> Bing. You know what? That's a guy who hated cops. John Wayne? Joe Feshi. He did not like them in any movie. Oh, bang. Oh, you know, fuck your mother. You still here? <laughs> bing, pow, boom. But bing, I bet you. I'm in the rains and sea caucus. You got to admire a guy who wises off the cops, knows he's going to get his head kicked in, and he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I don't get I bet you he loved Christopher Columbus. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yes, he did. I'm over here now. Tommy, uh, doing a little hey, double is theory there a ga- Is there a double game going on? Where is Ryan? Yeah, Where is Ryan today? There's no one. Who's that? Who's that? Who's is there a game? John, what are we going to say? Sir. Hey, are we, are we going to guess how much you paid for that Necro 7-inch? Is that the guess? <laughs> is that the game? Hey, well, uh, Stoli, yeah. uh, I'll tell you how much I paid for that. Uh, how much? All right, we only have um, a half an hour, Paul. Um, so, hey, Stoli, by the way, I paid $20, and it's Dave Song's like it's Dave from oh, shit. Touch It Goes original. Really? I bought his original seven inch, so thank you. Nice, nice, nice. Um, WFMU Record Fair, like uh, twenty years ago. What's up? Wait, nice. Dave's song? No, no, so it's uh, not Dave song. Sorry, Dave. Uh, uh, I, uh, Dave songs from Chicago. The Dave yeah, from I, I know Dave from. Yeah. You know Dave song, but no, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. like Dave, the guy who started Touch and Go. I can't remember his last name. Corey. Um, uh, yeah, I only Corey Robin. Yeah, okay. Corey, Stoli, I've been showing you all the Touch and Go records that I have tonight. It's Where's amazing. that no trend, Tommy? Yeah. I want to see that. Oh, oh, oh! I, I have that. Well, it's at my, it's at my apartment. In I got records. I, I don't have any more. Dude, this record's like two thousand dollars. You just John, held you up the Ryan game drop. Yeah, but um, I and I, I agree with you that we should move on. But you, there's a two thousand dollar record you just held up there, sir. What is that? You paid twenty bucks for it. Paul, I got it for you, free. Did you say it's a two thousand dollar record? John wanted to ask. Please explain. Really? That's the first yeah. print of uh, Latex Generation Boys Rock. And you're just yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you're I just mean, holding yeah. it in your hand like that. Yeah, put that shit in a case or something. Play it. You just put, put it away. Play it. Play it. That's right. Put that shit in a glass case it's, like Quincy with the watch. It's never yeah. been played, like, my guys. Why, All why right, you know Tommy's nice enough. Yeah, to not exactly. Only, like not, to play the shit out of it. Not only to no, no, no. Sully, Sully, I have other. Where that? Sully, I have other versions of it. Play. Why would I play? Can this you do us a favor? Can you take out your Superman one comic oh. book and uh, rip it in half for us? Don't even blow it up, John. No, no, no. That is not ripping it up. That's just putting a dog ear. Dog ear, Superman one spaghetti sauce. Do you really want me to go find that right now? You have Superman one. You should not have Action Comics number one. All right, Tony. Welcome to the show, Mario. John needs to control when he dies. John needs to regain control of the show, please. Good luck with that, Tommy. Um, 
Join the fucking Patreon, you cheap bastards. You got Superman 1, kiss my ass. got these lawyers. Patreon.com right. Guess what, garage. everybody? And uh, Tommy Rockstar is nice enough to not only write the news, but in Ryan's absence, he, he tells me he's come up with a game. Every week, Tommy comes up with a game. We don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> and now... From a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Tommy Rockstar, where we expose these smartasses for the dumbasses that Grabowski. Rockstar. Here's your host, Grabowski. Let's yeah. move on with the game. What's in the game, uh, Tommy? And thank you for doing it. No problem, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. Hey, are you interested in game shows or not? <laughs> well, guys, so we have a great game here, but this is actually a rehash game. And the reason why it's a rehash game is because we can get away with that shit because, one, I'm not Ryan Collison. And, two, since Ryan originally introduced this game, I thought, you know, we have a lot of new cast members here, so we can get away with rehashing a very old, old game. But it's a very famous game. And, one and, that- and begin. <laughs> It John, sounds like a lot of excuses out of the gate. But. John might be the only person on this whole panel, possibly Mario, who has played this game before. So it's all new to the rest of you. So. It's like Survivor when we're <laughs> right. cast members. That's what we said. The game is we have to survive in the garage for the next uh, 24 days. Exactly. This, John, Let me call Conan me. and see if we can stay on the air. Uh, forgive me, but the name of tonight's game is... Don't do something weird. I, I'll fire you right now. Here we go. Is Ready? Can it swim? Oh, can yes. it swim, Jay? It's a new panel. It's a new panel. We can play it again. Oh, I well, love as I like to call it Kiss. Did you come up with a new Can It Swim with different yes. questions? Wow, yes. that's yes. great. Look yes. at you. I, listen, it's okay to rehash a game from like 17 years ago. Exactly. That's my point. Like I love that game. Ago. Great game. Right. Right, cool. so, Mario said he I, loved it 15 times. Is that uh, good? For- no, and I want to shout out to Ryan, who's celebrating his daughter's graduation. Oh, yeah. Let's give that up for Ryan. His two daughters. John, set that up. Yeah, how do you, how, what do you graduate from? <laughs> That's why he's not here, and he's a great game master. John, I love damn. Ryan. They're, ki- they're kids. Yeah, he's graduating from, they're going uh, to high school, I think. They're, they're graduating to tonight, What is it, your it's birthday week? Fuck it. It's a big deal. All right, congratulations. Is, Ryan, what, they graduate from what? High, they're going uh, high to high school. school ju- junior oh, they, high. Junior high, Mary. They're going to high school. I graduated from grammar school. Nobody said shit to me. Well, John, oh. one of his kids is valedictorian of the That's whole dance. Shit. Yeah, and when you're the other twin, that really sucks. <laughs> Son of a evil twin. Facts. And Ryan so, did a good game last week because that hands that hands up thing was innovative. And Soli, I like the, you won. I, we never right. had a, My favorite John, part of the game is when, we, when, when you still don't you under, won, Soli. You still don't understand that, that stopping. Three times that. Uh, because I was keeping score. Stopping in between every question to ask what everyone's score is right. took exactly. an hour. Let's but. have this game. So I Mario, keep John, Let's it's go. Fu- John, seriously, it's funny you say that. So, Mario, look at the camera right now. I have got a, a score sheet right here, so you don't have to do shit. Sully, oh, look at that. Thank thanks, for, thanks for joining us, Sully, now that the best show is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about that, actually. I was on Patreon today, and I, that guy pulled a plug on that whole shit. Do you guys know that? We're yeah, but he's... Uh, listen, nope. I, I have listen, no idea what you're talking about. Listen to me. Front row seat to all Let me speak. <laughs> Um, Damn, you should if you if you don't if you oh, donate to if you donate to the best show on Patreon, you should continue to do so because I think Tom is uh, putting that money towards charity. Charity, yeah, 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 yeah. charity. I read that. So I good see. luck. I uh, hope everybody is uh, mentally well on there. And, uh, let me just uh, let, me, let me just remind and you. Hey, you know you can always come over spray. here. It's a power vacuum. Yeah. Do you ever think it will be that popular? Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, one day. I like that. I also want to give uh, our our wonderful producer Adam Carzow an extra point to start because he's. In a beachy swimming environment right now. So the fucking handicap? Does it swim or not? 
Go to the water there. Did you want to say anything about the the best show stuff, Peter Soli? You have any inside? I have nothing to say about it. It's my works going. It was it was more nerdy than anything. Why was there a rift going on? They just pulled apart. Well, I, so, so what's this game? What do we do? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's your answer. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, um, the podcast he does with Judy's good. Whatever her name. Julie is. Klausner. Julie, that yeah, podcast is so good. Yeah. It's like that's the best shit. I think everything Tom's involved with is pretty high quality stuff. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's not hilarious. as good as this podcast, but it's and good. he even talked. About, he even talked about on Twitter. I saw what funny. we were just talking about, like Brooklyn Nine Nine and stuff. That he was like, he was the know, first person to write a, to talk about it. Yeah, all just, these clowns, he, all these Jacobs trying to be woke chumps. <laughs> yeah, so, and he because he wrote for the TV show Monk, and he immediately like. Right. You know, he had some good things to say about. So Monk was good. Monk yeah. was a good show. I love Tony oh, Uh Tom Sharpling once said about Monk, it's a show popular with um, senior citizens and children whose favorite Star Wars character is C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, they did a good to read. Um, he was shiny. I don't know how many shows that he wrote, but it was it was like uh, kind of like a remind me like Columbo, like he would figure shit out. Like, okay. it was a, Columbo. Yeah. Fuck. I love that actor. It was, it was like OCD Columbo. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Rest, off, rest in peace. Head. Off of the set. Did he what? die? He died? No, no, he, he didn't, didn't die. die. This, this surrounding the precinct. Big anyway, night. this game. Let's go. Let's I can't watch that show without picturing uh, the other dude naked in Silence of the Lambs. Anyways. So the way this game works is I'm going to read you guys a, an animal out loud. I'm going to go around the board. I have it here in order. Steve, uh, John, Steve. Uh, Adam, Steve, so on and so forth. My forward. God! And I'm gonna re- read an animal's name, and you guys are gonna tell me on the panel. I've never heard anyone call you Steve. So yeah, okay. my, Jesus. Can can it Steve swim? All right, so we have to right. we have to say wait yes minute, or no. Wait a minute, Steve, Stephen Soli calls me Tom, and nobody calls me Tom. So. We call you Tony behind your back. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony Rockstar. Tony Street. Tony Rockstar. Um. So, so we yeah. have to. Here's the game. We have to guess whether Tommy's going to name an animal. We have to say uh, we have to guess whether it swims or not. Seems pretty simple to me. It's elementary, my dear Watson. That's it. So uh, please, if you could keep score quietly during the game, I'd appreciate. It. I'm not yeah. keeping score. Oh, good. I, I will keep score. So I'm a I'm pure talking. player. But you guys, I just need you to tell me at the end of each round if you got it right or not. That's what I need you to tell uh, me. Right? So, all right, here we go. So the first animal. I'll keep score. Ten- that you idiots. I'm, I'm keeping. Tommy score. said he's going to do it. I, yeah, but I, I can't I, stop in the middle. I'll, I'll do it. All right, Silent. so the first animal it's of Tenet radio. Swim, guys, and we're going to go in order here, is a camel. So, John, Tenet Swim. Oh, okay. wow, put me right on the spot, huh? Uh, are we talking about dromedary or uh, deciduous? Uh, I don't know. Ask Google. Just Evergreen? What's the other camel? Uh, oh, can a camel swim? You know, I don't... Uh, Oasis is probably pretty shallow. Mostly desert. I, I, I'm sorry for taking so long. I feel... I don't know. Pete, throw a cigarette in the bathtub. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a weird... I'm just going to... I say yes. I think a camel can swim. What do you have to lose? Just say yes. Wait, no. what's, what's the question? Wait, can a can camel, a camel swim? swim? So, Soli, can a, can a camel swim? I'm writing down. Uh, a camel cannot swim. Okay. And Adam? Unequivocally, no. Okay. Ooh, and uh, Fucking hoops way a yes. ton. So okay. And Paul Hanley? Yes. And Mario? Of course, by its giant humps that are. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, go <laughs> get him, Rock! Air sacs, yeah. and of course it can swim. I know Bert that Young for a on fact. the show. I know that for a fact. <clears throat> I want to thank uh, Marion Faithful for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rock, come out here. 
Okay, so according to my answer key here, and I don't give a shit if it's right or wrong, but this is what I'm going off of, so fuck off, is uh, according to this answer Wait, key... Wait, you a, fake news again with this guy. It's not. I'm reading it off a fucking answer key from the internet. Half the things you post are fake. <laughs> it says that a camel can swim. You're goddamn yes. right it can. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got the scores. Don't worry. You keep going. I got it All right. right. Wait, 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 I got it too, John. Was that too. answer from uh, Chief I got it McFiddler? Too. Yes, Chief McFiddler says they can swim. I got right, it. So we got to keep it moving. There's a lot going on here. So the next question is a kangaroo. Can a kangaroo swim? John Hulane. <sighs> I would just hop across the river. I would simply, uh, you know, I think uh, the, yeah. uh, the sim, you got to think about the mass, the sim center of ground, kind of <laughs> big belly. Do you want me to go with you last, John? You want me to end with you? Well, you should start with no, Steven. No, I'll go now. yes. I'll go yes. Go okay. with Steven okay. now. Go in order. Stop it. I'm just looking at how the boxes are on my display here. So can I... Uh, a kangaroo can swim, I say. Yes. So, Stephen Soli, what do you think? A uh, no, a kangaroo no. cannot swim. Okay. And uh, Adam? Uh, less confidently, no. Okay. <laughs> he was no. so, he's like, God damn it, I'll tell you what. Camels can't swim, and I'll bet my life on it. Paul? Yes. Okay. And Mario, bro? Based on his pouch and, and a kangaroo swim. I have no mic. Based on his pouch and small arms, I, I still think the small arms will not do it. No. Paul says no. no. Mario says no. That's yeah, right. so John says yes, so he says no, Adam, no, Pete, no, Paul, Give it yes. to me. Hello, love, let's go. Hello, love, let's go. According to this, a kangaroo can swim. Yeah, I'm in the lead. That's yes. bullshit. In fact, according to Ryan, they make excellent swimmers. Wow. Wow. I have two points. Uh, wow. Pete has one, and Mary has one. That's nice. right. Two, two. Paul, yes. Paul and John oh, is tied. there's two people in peace? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, John, don't fuck me. Okay, so the next up is we're going to ask for a orangutan. Can an orangutan swim? John Ah, mm. uh, you know, I learned something about uh, the great apes lately that, uh, you know, they're smart, but they don't, they, you know what they don't do? They don't teach. That's the right. difference between they the humans. Don't teach. They don't teach. They're like mm. the, the children learn by observation. Yeah, not much water. I say, I, I, I'm thinking there's no reason to swim. No, I say no. John says no. no. Okay. And Sully, can an orangutan They swim? can't swim! <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with no. Okay, and we're going to Adam. 100% the only uh, in the whole family that can swim is the orangutan. Wow, no way you just give away the answer to the next Wow, you're influencing other votes. And, and Pete? Nah. Okay, <laughs> and <laughs> Paul? Yes. Okay, and Mario? Any fan of Mowgli in the Jungle Book will know that an orangutan can swim. Okay. I got three yeses and three noes. What's the answer, Tommy? That's right. According to uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica Internetica, it says that a orangutan cannot swim. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Mowgli. Three for three. <laughs> what? Listen, have you ever seen, like, what is it, doing the press stroke? You out of your mind? No. You're on fire, Dude, John. bullshit. It's crazy. John's got three. Uh, Sola's got one. Uh, no, I, I don't think Pete and Paul got two. No, Stephen, you got it right. You just you, you said no. Um, no Stephen said got one. two. Oh, cool. uh, Paul Hanley got two, and Mary got one. I I like um, Adam's uh, strategy there, just saying unequivocally and then screwing everybody else up. Yeah, but he got it wrong too. Okay, number four. He <clears throat> fell on the sword. Uh, we're going to go with the mighty Ardvark, John Houlihan. Can an Ardvark oh. swim? <sighs> Can an aardvark swim? I mean, that's like a rock with little, I mean. <laughs> with a tube in its mouth. I mean, that's, the animal's basically a rock. 
I think it sinks like a fucking stone. I say, ah, it's little. Maybe I'm thinking of a armadillo. What's an, yeah, oh, dude, that's aardvark? A, that's an armadillo. Aardvark's got a long snout. Yeah. Uh, no way. No. You say no? Okay. And Steven? Uh, no. Okay. And uh, who we got? We got uh, Adam. I believe their shell is waterproof and buoyant, so that's I'm going to say that's yes. That's not an aardvark. Yes. But that's an, you're thinking of an armadillo. <laughs> Don't change my answer for okay, me. All right, all right. I and, know what I said. I, right. know, I said what I said. And Pete? Yes. Okay. And uh, Paul? Uh, yes. Okay. And Mario Asaro? Much like a dog or any other no, similar uh, animal, uh, it will uh, swim. Uh, I will say it will swim. Okay. It will swim if threatened. <laughs> if drowning, it will swim. <laughs> So John and Sully said no, and the rest of you said yes, and according to the answer key, an aardvark Come on. can indeed swim. Ah! Uh, come on, yes, what's this guy? He's like, with John now. Trunk out of the water with ants flying out of it. Yep, exactly. Wow, so, uh, Mario totally gets There's a three way tie. There's a three way tie. Adam is finally on the board. How is it a yeah, three way tie? It's, it's not a three way tie. It's Pete, Listen. Paul, and John. Peter, Paul, and Sully is my clear. favorite band. Peter, Paul, and very John. Biblical. All right, so we're going to go out left field here. Uh, totally crazy question. Can a bat swim? Can so a bat Adam, swim? Uh, uh, John, you first. Can a bat swim? Uh,. Well, I found a, a dead bat once, and I threw it in the water. It didn't, didn't move. Well, I tried to throw it in the lake. It was lake. already in the bushes. dead, John. Yeah, it was already dead. But, yeah, I know. But And then what happened was I tried to chuck it in the lake. Yeah. Because it was by the front door, like his cabin. And, Put it by its middle. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to get rabies or something, flying rabies. How old were you? Um, 42. <laughs> Last week. No, this is, I, I wasn't a kid. I, I was on vacation. Yeah, anyway, it's a dead sorry. bat, and it's always a bad sign. You see one dead bat. Anyway, so there I was. Next thing you You're know, as bad as Mario there. Uh, uh, make a long story short, I tried to throw the bat in the lake because I figured like a fish would eat it or something. Did you get right. the coronavirus? And it, there was a giant spider web, but I didn't see it. Stuck right in the fucking spider web. No. I'm like, yo, man, this spider's better fucking call his friends because this is going to be trouble. That's a meal. So, uh, can bats swim? That's the question. <laughs> Stop stalling. Yes. I believe yes. a bat is a fucking bastard. Could do anything. Fly, do anything, swim. Right? Okay. Anything but sea. Cause a worldwide pandemic. Anything Mr. that Money- eats mosquitoes is my friend. Mr. Money God. Can a bat swim? Yes. Say yes. Okay. And Adam Kurzawa. For the first time, I will concur with John Houlihan, but only because the contour of their wings allows them to do the backstroke. Ah, uh, fucking the uh, backstroke. Adam thinks Jack he's Han is over here. Backstroke. Take it easy there, Jack No. You say no. Okay, Paul Hanley. Yes. Can a bat swim? You say yes. Yes, yes, And yes, Mario, yes, yes. can a bat swim, I, Mario? I concur with the panel. Much like a mouse that has giant Ugh. flotation devices. What? Yes, a black can swim. <laughs> well, yes. you guys will all, all of you be excited to know that Traveling Pete wins because he cannot swim. What? Oh, that's bullshit. That's right. That's the bullshit. You're real. That's You're real bullshit. kill, Pete. Pete that's is bullshit. That in the water. Pete took okay. the lead. Yeah, wow. Take the lead. I think just Tommy just declared uh, the game Tommy. over. Uh, it's bullshit. Well, according to this answer key of children's quiz books, 
It can. <laughs> we have nine minutes before we sign off and have a give me a haircut. By the way, if you want to give me a asterisk, uh, this. Oh no, a... I'm doing. It. Excuse me. Right. Congratulations, Pete. You're the best around for some reason. And this is the same thing yeah. that happens to me in the poker tournaments. I'm right. the entire time. The yeah, there's no more animals. Yeah. Let's try Mario, listening to the show. Me. All right, no, I have one wrong. more question for you. Can Mario swim? Go ahead. No, I'm going no not you. What? Oh, no, he cannot swim. I say Mario cannot swim. Can you forgive Rent? <laughs> yes, I can forgive Rent. <laughs> yeah, when threatened, he will. If, if someone tries to not pay the rent, he'll swim across <laughs> that fucking lake. Across that Delaware. Guys, Mario, we still have another 10 minutes of game before that's we do right. part. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, that's not wrong, a joke, though. Mario. I'm not ending the show. John was preempting the show. Mario. Paul Hanley, I will send you an answer key after the go. Go ahead. Mario. Yeah, exactly. Cats can't swim. Claims he can't swim, but he really. uh, Not cats, bats. Yeah, you're wrong, Tommy. John is trying to talk for once. Fuck it. Oh, no. I I can't swim. I'll let John do the show. Go ahead, Johnny. I can swim. (laughs) <laughs> you are a great swimmer. So the next good, question. Good answer. <laughs> Very strong swimmer. You are. You're my hero in swimming. Listen, I've seen you swim, and you claim you can swim, but you can. I'm a What's sw- the alternative? To drown? You know. Listen, I could doggy paddle when, to a point. But I, I coached you. I'm like, like, a, like a young child. I'm like, come I on, can, you can do I it. Can. I can't. You can. I, I said we, yeah. we started. I, I made you make it to the dock, and you did that, and then we made it a little longer, yeah, and you did it. that's not open water. You could live in open, open water. water. I can't. You could swim. Yo. I can't. I can the, scuba dive. I'm a certified scuba diver. Mario. Dive. How could you scuba dive and not be able to swim? Because they give you oxygen. <laughs> what, what do you... you get like, I can't. I can't climb a mountain, but, uh, you know, I'm a Sherpa. Mario. Yes. Can a fucking snake swim? Absolutely. A snake, of Lowly. course, can swim. Or swim like crazy. Yes. yes. Okay, so John... John Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? John, you say yes? Do I, uh, Is the question, do I think, like, a water moccasin could swim? I say, yeah. Okay. Can a snake, not an eel, a snake? Can a snake? Yeah, swim? a water moccasin's not an eel. All right, Stephen, can a snake swim? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, someone yes. just broke into your car. Yeah. Uh, Pete, can a snake swim? Yes. Just say Jazz no. Jazz wagon is safe. Yeah. Okay. And Paul? I mean, obviously, there's there's the snakes yes. called water snakes. All right, you guys all get a point. It's yes. Yeah, you that just, was a bad animal. He could, was bad he, animal. he was out of questions. Everybody knows about. Snakes. I'm not out of questions. That was next on the list. Okay. Oh, I thought you wrapped it up. Go ahead. No, we have another five minutes. Oh well, what'd you say? Pete wins, and you were like, "Hey, no, you said won. that." No. no, he won that round. All right, listen to the show back. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sully just gonna... laughs because I get angry at stupid. He will. Shit. He'll listen to it twenty times. I'll, I'll kill all of you. <laughs> round seven. All right, round seven. Uh, and this is controversial seven years ago, so if you know your life in the barrage lore, that's competitive Can a hippo swim? Do you ever think, like, how, how, how'd your life turn out a certain way? Yes. John, can a hippo swim? <laughs> Absolutely. Swim like a motherfucker. You ever see the little things you know, run across okay. the river? Uh, and and uh, Stephen Tully. No. Okay, he says no. And Adam. Oh, they swim. Oh, they, oh, they swim. Oh, they Believe swim. me, my friend. Uh, by the way, we're going to take out the window and put a new stairs. <laughs> Travel bit, bit, bit they swim. I told them I was a contractor. You know, yeah, hip- right. I need a oh, new really? air conditioner. You know hippos can swim? You ever watch a movie? With can a hippo, hippo swim? You know, tell you me? Yeah, can a hippo swim? No. Okay. Hippo can't swim. What are you crazy? And 
you said, Sully said no, right? You said yes. I said no too. Oh, you said no. And Mario finally can a hippo swim. They were war- well, way back when I was in Tanzania, when I was 18. <laughs> exactly. I'll get a little mic and I'll tell you. Mario, because I know the keep historical Mario, thing. Keep it short. A hippopotamus does not swim, it walks underwater. Yeah. Okay. It's now, in water, so it's. Here, here's the thing this is a very controversial answer, and I remember when Ryan first That's asked. That's right. Me. Now it's called coming back to me. The answer is it cannot swim. Bullshit. Yes, Bullshit. I knew it because I was. Little I, legs are above the bottom. I know, but, but it's John, in the water. It's in, it I walks. know it's in the water, but it does not swim. It walks it on the water. Yeah, well, swim. when one, one when one's behind you and, and, and dude, I'm I'm tired. I got two more, and then we're gonna wrap it up. So here we go. I right? swear, I think I got that wrong last time. You know what? Yeah. Hippos can swim. And I'm going to prove it next week. We'd have a giant fish Too tank in here. Dude, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll join you in Batskin Swing. You, you get the hip, get, We're going to get every animal. We're going to get that stupid animal guy we had on the show. And we're going to have Mark bring a, Marone. Yeah, he's going to bring a fucking hippo in here. I know. And we're going to throw it in, a, in one of those. Sure he is. One of those, one of those Kmart fucking pools. And we're going to. Then I want my score retracted. Uh, here, I'm going to throw you a loop, you guys, because we're just running out of time here. John, uh, how about a rhino then? If a, if a hippo can swim, what, can't swim, what about a rhino? I mean, now, uh, now, uh, the game is, I've lost the plot. <laughs> I mean, a rhino's. It, I, I'm pretty good at math. Weighs like a million pounds. It's heavy. Ah, man. You know what? I'm going just going the opposite because you're fucking with me. Rhino can swim. Okay. And they so- breathe through their horns, by the way. I don't know if you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sully, can a rhino swim? How about a uh, rhino with six snakes on its back chased by an aardvark? A, a rhino cannot swim. Okay. So no <laughs> I'm going to isolate that. So. Adam? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 they got to drown. I can't see them swimming. <laughs> you no? know, okay. thousands of rhinos drown every year trying to cross a puddle. Of... <laughs> and Pete, uh, no. Pete, can a rhino swim? You say no. And uh, Paul Hanley? He said no. And Mario? The little bird on his back is saying, row, row. I say stroke, yes, stroke. he can swim. Well, you guys will be surprised to know that the only people who want to marry John because so yeah. can swim. So no, I can't. You're bullshit. That's Good, what it says it. on this answer key, dude. I'm not making up. Well, I think Paul Listen. Handley, you should start your own podcast about rhinos, and you will win. <laughs> because Tommy. right now, you're a loser. Tommy, John, this is Hi. the last oh. question, and Tommy, there are John four people tied. Last question. Last There's question. four people tied, Tommy. <laughs> okay. It's okay, Mario, so four P, winners? Paul, and John. Good, and you? Are tied with five. What do you say? Got three, Adam's got one. Okay, so wait, who are the four? The four leads, Mario. John, me, myself, Pete, and Paul. Okay, all right, let's go. Let's go. All right, so this is the tiebreaker, the winner all, take all. You can't. You shouldn't be on Google anyway, Hanley. That's (laughs) rule number one. I just want to say I've I've never seen an an animal swim before. <laughs> you know how it is, John. So I'm going with most most of my answers are no because Have you ever ridden a horse? Who's the biggest asshole in rock and roll? Have you ever seen an animal swim? Right. Do you have any plugs? Could be in Caroline's next week. <laughs> Dude. Uh, um, uh, next week's guest could totally yes. uh, verify who the biggest asshole in rock is. That's right. Household gods will have uh, 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 yeah. people from Unwound, Conan, and the people from Slint. And, uh, yeah, David Otto, Vern Rumsey, Conan Neutron. That's right. So now the last question is, the final, is. the final question of the Ryan game in, in the double jeopardy here. Why don't you work a suit? Speak into the mic. Is, this is close. Is 10, this question goes to John starting the panel, 10 an elephant swim. An elephant could outrun me. Greg Luganis. 
Yes, yes, yes. Elephants swim pretty good. Okay. I think. That Often, good. Most of them live in the ocean. I don't know. A lot of people. Oceanic <laughs> elephants. They're amphibians. John says yes. And they can also fish. They use tools. Okay, and then we're going to have Sully. Can an elephant swim? Yes. Oh, Stephen Sully says yes. And Adam? I mean, why else have a fucking truck? <laughs> yes. And uh, Pete? Yeah, they can. Okay, and we're going to go Paul Hanley? Yes. Okay, and Mario? Can't talk to the mic. Eh? As far as I want Sorry. to not make it a tie, I say yes as well. It's going to be a tie because elephants. Of you know, it's going to be a tie. We're all, uh, yeah. we're, the be- Listen, we're all the best around. John, I want you to do me a favor and go to your sound drops and play the best around for all of you because you all tie and win because elephants can swim. Yeah, not only that, but they love 9-11. Uh, <laughs> and thank you, Tommy. They can't jump. I'm not going to explain that joke. Oh, my God. It's, it's, 11, it's 11.25 on Radio around. Nope. And uh, take it over, Johnny. Be- <laughs> take it over? Yeah. Are you throwing it to me? I am a little drunk already. He just gave out the time and temperature and said back to you in the studio to me like I'm a fucking like I'm a some kind of second banana reporter. Tomorrow rain. Speaking of bananas, thanks for playing, guys. I'm sorry. Good it's all job, out of Tommy. The fly, Tommy, great thanks, job. Tommy. Thanks for even doing it. I mean, you know, kind of yeah. swim classic. I'm, I'm I'm still amazed that Tom, Tommy only learns that song like like recently because he just watched Karate Kid. Tommy was we were talking about this Sully what do you think do you think Tommy who should watch The Godfather first or Johnny Dangerously both Dangerously. Of, uh, oh Johnny Dangerously yeah I've never seen it yeah I think I think Tommy should watch that seven hour edit of The Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 that yes. HBO had <laughs> it's like an order that yeah I like, watched it yeah or it's like nine hours it Wait, had like two me. hours of Poochie died in the way of his home I've plan. never yeah. watched yeah. The Godfather yeah. start to finish have you watched Apocalypse now you should no, watch I've never that seen, shit I've never seen that movie oh either God. well you should start with uh, Karate Kid I guess well I, I think I never I saw Purple could... Rain until the day Prince what died what the fuck Tommy I saw the day he died I went to go see it cool <laughs> How about Under the Cherry Moons? You see that one? No. Man, Under I, the I, Cherry I Moon is so good. great. Oh, have you seen Chud? Sully, you're right. No, so I haven't good. seen Chud, no. no. Chud's well, Chud's coming out next week. We're going to ask him what the underground scene is. And uh, <laughs> live from the broad. COVID-19. Here on Radio Note. Thank you mention that because also uh, Friedman and Sanchez want you to know that uh, if you have problems <laughs> in the underground, you can uh, call them or look them up on their website, FriedmanSanchez.com. Well, Sanchez just emailed me. That's mean, like scene beat. You're overdoing you it, got, Tommy. What's going on? They just, Sanchez just emailed me. He's, he's calling it Sanchez and Friedman. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Just wants the underground. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Sully. Um, thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, Paul. And thank you, Al. Al from SSD. Hey, John, John before you sign off, um, <laughs> yeah. do you have a, a Neva, a, do you have a, a Rami's uh, uh uh, what the hell are you drinking? Antifreeze? The fuck? Yeah, yeah NIV. Actually, I don't know what it is. Go to Neva. No, Neva Associates. Google DRI. Stop stepping on my show. Go fuck yourself. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, See you next week. We have a good guest. We have a great guest. That's right. Household Gods next week. Make sure when I sign off, you also sign off after that for whatever reason you do that. So thank you. Until next week. We'll see you then. And, uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and go to patreon.com slash barrage. Mm. Thank you. That's right. We need, uh, we're going to get the stuff out. Yeah, if you want to uh, get a uh, COVID-19 uh, homemade, Alligator. handmade, hot piece, go to Merch Boy. 
At Merch Boy. At Merch Boy. Sorry. Well, I thought, I, you know what? I'm the idiot because I wasn't ready to wrap it up. Well, it's, I think the time is there. What do you guys want to do? But if you do want an alligator cod piece, you can go to patreon.com slash barrage and sign up for all your Sanchez yeah, and Freeman needs. Sanchez and Freeman. Yeah, OnlyFans.com. You can go to OnlyFans.com slash barrage to see uh, semi-nudes of Mario. So much beef. I have Semi-day. five items I did not talk about. That's progress. Yeah. Well, it oh, used to be we used to be take five with Mario. I don't know what happened to that bit. Take five hundred. Now it's take over the, the show. Uh, Forty-five. Talk about your white not empathy true. movement now. We'll get not the last true. five minutes. It's not true. All right. Thank white you. White people need Thank to have L- empathy L- all L- over L- the world. LSD. You after. Thank you. See you next week with Household Gods. Yeah. Have a good trip, Susie. Bye-bye. Think about me, all right? (laughs) It's in the box. It's in the box. Man, oh, man, do I hate them fancy lads. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Play It Date. Thank you, Bill Janovitz of Buffalo Tom. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you. Denim and leather brought us all together. But it was you that set the spirit free. Good night. It's in the box.